right. properties of this. Hey, everybody. This is John Seth coming at you from a really a, a depressed place, frankly. It's got, he's got um, nothing. And I've got, I'm, <laughs> I'm very depressed. You've got nothing on me. I'm the biggest, Are you I'm the, the most like, depressed like, person. I haven't even introduced you yet, and you're already telling you're, you're you're talking over that. I, I, I got Paul Sports on today because, like, you know, who the fuck cares? Um, and and you know what? This show is called "I Have No Idea" because, you know, what the fuck do you call a new show? It's pr- it's prename. It's prename. It's yeah. This is prename. It's pre revenue. It's, it's prename. <laughs> it's pre. I. It's it's it pre everything. It's just pre. Pre that everything. That should this be the just, name of the show. That, uh, just call it right. pre. Whatever pre like P R I X. I don't know. Like pre- <laughs> Grand Prix. Okay, so just so if, if you're listening, this is going to be a shitty ass show. So it's like, get ready, strap in. It's the lowest and, effort uh, show. Be prepared. It's going to be even lower effort. Yeah. Yeah, the effort is oh, going to be even even lower than before. Not even. Oh yeah. One, <laughs> just one, just one edit for the beginning. I mean, this is one. This is going to be one long fart right into the microphone. So like, I'm I'm glad that you're listening. My guess is that you're going to be very disappointed at the end. But uh, but thank you, Paul. Thank you for joining me. I I really like you. Um, most days. Uh, because it's more, than, you know, more than I like myself. You're, you're, well, you're congenial. Well, you're depressed. I, I, <laughs> it's been a long. Well, that's what I was telling you. That it's been like a long time. So it's been I really, four you know, weeks like since the content. At, yeah. any, since even the the half Bitcoin uncensored. Of course, that Con- only I mean, has content, one the half, half of half of Bitcoin like, uncensored. Half is that like Fluffy Pony and Chris? Yeah, or whatever, a tone base. Yeah. So maybe, well, you know, somewhere between one-third to two-thirds. Right. If you're new to the show, this is definitely the uh, the fork with less power. Uh, so this is a minority I will, I will, fork. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a minority it's fork minority. I'm black and I'm transgendered. So, like, I, I just don't know, like, uh, you yeah. know, like this is going to be... It's definitely the minority fork. This, Right. If if you're following me, you're following the wrong show. So like, uh, if if you're list, if you're a first time listener, go to go to iTunes. Rate this a one star. Um, if it's even on iTunes, let everybody know it's terrible. You can do that as John Seth. I want I want everyone to remember that the John Seth Identity Program, the, the decentralized identity program, is running strong, and uh, a lot of people have been claiming to be John Seth in a lot of places. And in fact, that does make you a John Seth. So, um, I, I you know. Uh, this this show is is gonna sort of be a continuation of the last show, but frankly, uh, it's different because it's just me. It's gonna be it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so so you've been you've been very sad about this, Paul. It's, you like you've been telling me yes, that like it's, no, it's on the regular the you've been kind of like right. So yeah, like, so I, just out of the why. blue, I'll just like, message. Let's do a little therapy. Here's the thing: it's been bad for me, but like it sounds like you need therapy from from me. I so do, do, yes, this. absolutely. Well, every now yeah. and then I just I'll just t- message on John Seth on Telegram and I'll just be like, "Dude, this fucking sucks. There needs to be a show." I say, in fact, I even remember saying something like, "There is no meaning working in this industry without the show." I said something like right. that, and I meant it. Yeah, I did mean it. Right. Because so you're, I mean, you're... we have we need to have it's like church. We need to have something where there's a, a mutual acknowledgement. Of right. stuff that happens. Of the Lord. Of the stuff that happens. Right. right. So, like, I mean, like, I stooped really low. I was thinking to myself, you know what? Maybe maybe I'll do one show for Paul. Maybe just one. And, uh, and, and I, but the, the thing is this. I need to, like, stoop real low and find a, a, uh, a co-host. I asked everybody. Everybody said no. So I got to the bottom of the list, and, you know, Paul, Paul said he'd do it. Yeah, no, I did. Because I was going crazy. I said, well, that's not I said you, if we so don't like, do it, and then he was like, well, I don't really want to do it. And I was like, right. if we, if you don't do it, I'll just 
turn on a microphone and talk for like four oh, okay, hours fine, and pretend that so, that's a show. Right. So, that's so all, I'm that's glad, all I'm glad I, I had to hear, Paul. I mean, and, and then after that, I just Frankly, frankly it. Paul, it's worth noting, like, like the, the fact that this is the first show of whatever the fuck it is, um, and you're the is. first yeah. guest, uh, you might, you, you actually are like a, you own 50% of the show, basically. I'm the de facto, I've, I pre-mined, I pre-mined on the minority chain you're, 50%. Right, you're, like, maybe you, even more than you 50%, own as much you don't even me. know. Like, you have no idea like how much, I've, <laughs> you may be the minority, you literally the have, minority, pre, the minority chain, um, right. mine, yeah. You you really you really you're like you literally have put as much work as I have here. So like <laughs> yes. in fact you put more because right. like you you did the notes for the show. Um, I did. You were you are in fact the show's secretary today. I did. Um, in I, addition I to did. being the co-host, it, so it, it took me like a while. I mean, I typed like what the hell is this? Like six pages, but Dude, it only took me like hard. twenty minutes. Notes are hard. But I just I just like vomited out of my mind because. Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, it's, I feel like it's there's been a lot of news since the last time that so we had news. any. There's <laughs> been really so much news. It's been ridiculous. Right. Where's the? Yeah. Sh- so there's like, been no I, show, no show. It's been terrible. No show. So you had you had a really simple question. You wanted to you wanted to explore the the, the reason why mental health in uh, Bitcoin is so bad. Yes. And I think that's a great question because like there, I do. like there's there's an awful lot of like crazy going around. Yes, it's everyone. If everyone's crazy and it's not just like, I mean, it it's worth talking about because lots of people just like leave and then they. They come back, or then they they just like very rude to each other on the internet, and that's normal. But I mean, <laughs> I I there's something going on here where people just like people, even normal people, like so think, consider like Mike Kern. Like, is it really normal to like go to a journalist and write about how this open source project has failed in like a very like kind of flamboyant way almost, where it's just like right. very loud, well, you know, like very people right, well, are very well, loud here the when, thing, they, though, like, when they they don't get yeah. their way and then they just crash and burn and just explode and then they, they right, well, and then everyone everyone around them is miserable and people are miserable all the time. Could it be people constantly are complaining about? Could it be that there's working like, in this space? Right. Could it be that there's like a, a like right around thirty is when like uh, I feel like late onset schizophrenia steps in and like mm. like ruins yeah. lives. Is that yes. is that like a thing? Because like I gotta say like Bitcoin's right at that point where like we're all turning thirty, all turning thirty five, all turning. What are you like fifty fifty one? Yeah, I'm like uh, I'm like twelve, twelve and a half. <laughs> how old are you actually? I don't even know. Like thirty, thirty three. Uh, no one, no 36, one, no one knows. No one knows how old. Even my, even my own mother will that's, talk that's about my things. Bit. We'll talk about things that like happened before I was born. People, people, conf- people get very confused about how old, how old I that am. Sound, that no sounds like knows. me. That sounds like me and me and like an, Dante. Dante, Dante un- the other day mentioned the book The Prize, and he was like surprised that I'd read it. Yeah. Well, it's hard to tell how old certain people are, John Seth. But I will say that anyone who, no one will know my name. I mean, not my name, <laughs> my age. It's like BTC Drac, but. And no one is smart enough to go on my LinkedIn profile and add 18 to the year of my high school graduation because no, oh, yeah? one, no one will figure that out. No one in, Bi- okay, no well, one in Bitcoin every- would ever do anything that simple. Everybody's, everybody's never, literally about to go do that. And by everybody, that I mean like three people listening to this thing. Literally so like, three? Um, wow, that's optimistic. You mean other than us? But like, there's been a lot of like nutsness. Like, we've seen it over the years. Uh, people like literally going on Twitter and like losing their fucking minds. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what, what would happen to Tony? Tony Swish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally lost the, his mind. One of the most amazing nights. Literally. That was insane. And we all watched it. We all watched we all, it. I I'm, sometimes I have trouble believing. I play the recording to make sure that so it, I don't that it, it actually happened. 
It feels yeah, like it no, didn't it happen. I, I was on the other side of that. We we like left a meetup to like make to, to like make it to that interview. I don't think it's selection bias. So I honestly I think that like I think that around thirty and any I think any movement that has like large but that numbers is selection of like bias and thirty five year olds. If it selects for like twenty nine year olds. Yeah, you're right. But see, it's see that's I, that's why like you're smart. You I was like at a, Mo- the Montreal scaling, and we had like the meeting of like how to get more developers into Bitcoin. And it, right. it ended up turning into like group therapy session where it was like, do we even want to invite more people into this, <laughs> into the chaos of, of Bitcoin? And then everyone was like, this is just the culture and everyone's very critical. And like certain people, I can't name any names because of the, you know, the, the magical Chatham House rules. As you know, if you break that. What the fuck? Why, why, why does everybody, why does everybody, if, if you break that, what if happens? If you break like, that, like, you, uh, you, are, you are eaten in your sleep by the Bandersnatch. The Bandersnatch comes. Is that really is that is that the consequence? That's what happened to Amir Taki. What do you think happened to him? He went and joined a, okay. a militant right. group fighting yeah, against ISIS. Yeah, he has an AK forty seven apparently. <laughs> he's actually shooting at But that's <laughs> you, you no, think, that's no the Bandersnatch. Is that what, is, it, is it, that what happens no, when like, you get eaten it, by the Bandersnatch? It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like the there's no contradiction. It's like Jonah and the whale. You just get eaten by the Bandersnatch and then you end up oh, okay. then you in like, a religious uh, in a religious and then you war up, of kinds yeah. in the Middle East. And that's how that that's how but everyone that's why everyone has been fighting in the Middle East for the last two thousand years. Do you think the Bandersnatch Snatch just grabbing people and like dropping it's them all, there. Like, it's a, it's a hundred percent people who have violated Chatham House rules. <laughs> I, I like that. I, I like the idea of that. That like ISIS is in fact like just a bunch of like Bruce Fenton's. Yeah, everyone. No, it's the Bruce Fenton's. They create it by by creating um, meetings that have the Chatham House rules. They are the. They're like the. Uh, <laughs> who's that guy who like. He's the, like Soromon. Yeah, yeah. The, no, they're like the Bruce um, like Soromon. Like, the people like who, um, the, who like you know the people who like originate the debt, the people who like do the loan originations, but like for Satan, for like Satan signing away people's souls, like you know what I mean? The people who like funnel, they like trick people into selling their soul. He's like that. He's like a, he's like a pit lord or something. I don't know. Well, you're like the most you're like you're like the most boring person right, in the world. Well, there we go. <laughs> like, well, that's perfect. Fucking like bringing up like Faust. <laughs> well, some, yeah, something like that. Okay, what was I gonna say? It's so we went this thing with the Chatham House rules, and people are like, yeah. "Well, I proposed this one thing, but then a certain developer, and then they looked at this person. <laughs> they didn't say their name because the Chatham House rules, and then they're like said well, you, that we said that basically that I suck and stuff, and then I went and I fixed it in a different coin, and then Bitcoin ended up having this problem." And I was right the whole time. And everyone had like a story about this, about people like telling them that they fucking suck and should quit Bitcoin. And then later on, they were like proven correct. So like every single person has a story like this. So just like, I don't Except know what's going on. And I think it is selection bias. I think, so I have here in the notes, what kind of person decides to reject the currency of their birth? <laughs> like, a, <laughs> like a really, well, really, true, though. really like, crazy we, we person. Like a, a very independent, very kind of like intelligent, a very kind of uh, suspicious person, a very paranoid person. What kind of people, Maybe. cryptography is like all a bunch of paranoid people. Like people with like well, legit, yeah, it, it legit like is, DSM like, five paranoia. 
Okay, okay. Here's a here's the thing though. Like, I don't think that the people that are rejecting the currency of their birth are the are, are the people that are like the problem here, right? Like, like I think yeah, right the, the, the crypt. Sorry, I don't think that the cryptographers are the problem. I think it's like the people that are rejecting the currency of their birth. Like, the, those are fucking libertarians for the most part. Those are the people that like ended up coming here. And honestly, I think a libertarian has like a, an extreme selection bias for crazies. Wherein, like, if you are in fact, if you've gotten to the point where you've decided to be a libertarian, you're probably not all that far from like you know, uber nutsness. Cause like, and, and I don't even, I, 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 it might be that like craziness is something completely curable. Just don't like go be a libertarian. Cause like <laughs> you can pull yourself up from the brink, you know, I think it's and, like, and don't I join any, don't join any group. That's what I think. It's Robin Hansen's advice. Well, maybe, but like, yeah. it's, it's not just that it's, well, it's, it's not just that though, Paul. Cause like all these people have conspiracies. It's, it's the road. It's when I see people going down the road of conspiracy that's like when I see them like start to lose their mind Definitely. and like you just go up your asshole. I think it's the same thing math does to people. <laughs> Well, maybe like very, very being very abstract, perhaps. But I think it's something like. Uh, well, how abstract is it to like have these retarded com- conspiracies? I don't know, but I mean, when I when I say abstract, I think like I think like a guy in front of PowerPoint talking about like Turing completeness or something, and then saying like whatever Dow of Dows, and then I just think like that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> but it's just like the Dow of Dows. Turing complete smart contract for to make great you know efficiency and you're just like what is this person talking about well word salad is like dairy gur and like bitcoin it's absolutely amazing I, I can't believe the words that like we watch come be like people come up with yes. um but it's you know so you, you know you're right it is selection bias but like that's the thing like these 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 people are nuts fucking crazies we have i don't know we have like a weird but it's like before it got even really crazy like even the technical community is just like a bunch of people who are um like on the edge of like total like just like losing it like even the the like the engineering developer community and right. oh, you know, we have to talk about we have to talk about uh brian hoffman like included like so first of all oh my also god crazy yeah. but he did these videos <laughs> so we had these no well, I, I feel like yeah. i feel like, like a little bit of bitcoin uncensored uh like inspiration absolutely these videos that he's absolutely. making are amazing no he's filled the vacuum that's what i was saying like we've had like no i'm slowly going crazy and now i i know i understand now through the magic of you know the blockchain that that brian right. hoffman has had the same feelings you know that i'm not alone in the world and that he was right. all, he's, and he, he really does he channeled that that negative energy into a productive into banging his wife into, yep well maybe because I mean, he's got at least two kids, so we know that he got that job. It does, done. It does, yeah, how did he get those? Uh, like, these are the. If you haven't seen these videes, you have to see them. In fact, you have like, to see them. Um, to stop watching about, this. Me, stop listening to this crap. <laughs> stop, stop watching this shit. Um, let me let me let me actually play one for oh everybody my God, right now. So uh, which, funny. Yeah, well, like, which one did you which one did you want? Uh, which, which one did you I, want I think the Greg Maxwell one's the funniest, but they're all. It's almost impossible to pick. They're so funny. I mean, the music in right. the Greg Maxwell one is hilarious. Oh God, yeah, that's uh, okay. We'll do. <laughs> We'll do Greg Maxwell. Hello, I'm Greg Maxwell, one of the developers of the Bitcoin system and reference software. Since 2011, I've worked on the system facing many interesting challenges and, and developing many solutions to many problems, adapting, growing, and maintaining Bitcoin along with a community of other contributors and trolls. Today, I'm going to talk about how we managed to bring brand new sofas into Bitcoin using sidechains. Sofas have to look cool, but they have to also be able to scale up in order to support all different types of butts. Blockstream was founded by a a collection of humans who were in the Bitcoin space who were looking for a way to find pretend coins and fund the development of cool, weird stuff that they liked a lot. 
Well, for a money to be useful, it has to have a controller, or otherwise I would just tell everybody what to do, like I normally do. And it also has to have ownership, so someone has to own it, like me. And if we're going to build this system out of computers, well, computers are controlled by people, and people are pretty good at ignoring rules when it suits them. And so, the positive news is that after decades of effort and people believing in SegWit is impossible, it was discovered that one possible path to do this, and that is what non-forks are. Non-forks don't require a fork or your mother. Uh, everyone's forced to use it, and it is easily implemented by Blockstream visiting every single user personally to their house and helping them upgrade. So where do we go from here? I'm personally planning on continuing to refine and improve these non-forks. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the test network. It is test, and I expect that all of our dissenters are going to blow up in interesting new ways. And I'm quite sure it will. Okay, so let's let's do a. You want to talk a little bit more about like the technical stuff? Like it's again, yes, the news sure. has been so like vast. There's been so much news since the last show. So like, uh, yes. you want to talk about extension blocks well, uh, and contentious hard fork or soft fork and all fork, sorts of yes. other other sorts of things, um, which I think is which is great. So let's do that. Yeah, and, but you have to uh, stop it from being boring. Know. So I mean, it's kind of but we have someone oh, has God, to talk it's gonna about be, it. It's going to be boring as fuck. But we have to just mentally process it though. It's like a church where some of the parts are interesting. Which is like the one part. Have you ever been to church? Yes, I, I, no, I, have, I have not only. Which parts do you find interesting? You, um, I think you're like a Unitarian or something. Yes. How did you? Know? I told you that at some point. I did, yeah, I went to, yeah, I went to Unitarian you church for like six years or something. Yeah. That's that's so exactly correct, Paul. Yeah. You're definitely a Unitarian. Yeah, but before that, I'm I'm actually fully Catholic, 100%. So I got baptized, received first communion, and was confirmed before going to the Unitarian church. So. I'm a fully leveled up okay. Catholic. The only thing I just need like the death well, rites, and I'm like ready to go. Are you still? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you still a Catholic? Or do, you, do you go to Catholic no, church? Not really. <laughs> oh, well, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, and they changed all the. Uh, you know, as you know, they changed all the ceremonial phrases. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. well, recently they did, and and Vatican II is like it, it wreaked havoc. Were you were you pre like a pre Vatican II Catholic? Yes. Oh, look at you. Like, you went to, like, Latin Mass? Uh, well, no, because in the United States, they don't have, like, a Latin Mass. But when they, well, they did they, pre-Vatican, too. Well, they changed it, like, uh, you know, they changed it where it's, like, it doesn't count unless it's in Latin, but then they said, like, it does count. Right. That's what I, that was my right. understanding. Right, you, you can still go to that shit. So, went to, like, the, I went to, the, so I got the, when it was fake Mass or whatever. But, of course, it's not fake in, mass. personally, in Milford, <laughs> Connecticut, they're going to have Latin Mass, Josh fuck out of here of course they don't like they have no idea what, they're that's, talking that's, about. what are you talking about it's like right next to yale yeah. i feel like yale would well, probably like, yale would. like yeah, a yeah, place of yale latinness would. yeah but no not for the hoi polloi in milford the hoi polloi got their latin masses <laughs> like I, I i feel like i feel like in milford even they would have had latin mass um well, maybe. so extension blocks are, are kind of a, an amazing like really cool thing let's talk about that let's talk about extension blocks okay and rather than church because like no one no one like everyone is like curious about my religion but uh but i don't talk about it so yeah. i like to leave everyone like in the dark there yeah in Frankly. the dark yeah <laughs> yeah we have no idea what it is no one knows okay no it's christian i'm a christian you know just no one understands it well he's a letter to a christian nation or whatever it is. What's the, um, that's not what I meant. I meant the, um, well, I'll figure cyclical? It out. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, where they, yeah, the, what the, the Pope has to write the thing, the, the message. Yeah, yeah, there's like encyclicals. Encyclical, like those, yeah. Uh, those, yeah. That's what I meant. Okay, so encyclical from Josh. This That's what you should call the show. Encyclical. Encyclical? Yeah. <laughs> from the Pope, from Pope, Pope Unseth. 
Panseth. Pope Panseth. It is. I do have like Papa Junseth. Pop, Papa, Papa Junseth. Uh, You're the Papa. Yeah, that's like it. That. Instead of the Father. It's perfect. It right? fits perfectly. It's true. Papa Junseth. That's it. You've been. It's. It's been the whole time. That's what it's been. That's so, the worst name I've ever heard. You're encyclical. Paul, that's no a, one will so even be able stupid. to spell that when they try to find no it. No one will even be able to listen to, to it because they'll know it's terrible. All right. Okay. Well, extension blocks <laughs> are very funny for me because for me, the, one of the biggest mysteries of all time has been why do the miners insist on a hard fork because they can control the soft fork stuff 100%. So they've got that one right. banked. So, but they insist on the hard fork, which is the the card that they don't have in their hand. They got this hand that's full of cards, and they're like, "Well, we really want to do a hard fork," which is like pointlessly, right. absurdly difficult for them. So, the funny, right. my theory has always been it's because, uh, like, so Adam Back named them extension blocks, and he sort of invented them or kind of popularized them in like 2014, like January or something, a long time ago, like 2013, 2014, years ago, ages ago. It's it's remarkable how much that man knows about Bitcoin, having like considering that he's like he's not really a programmer, right? And the other thing is he kind of joined it late. He didn't join it until like the mount until like around then. Oh yeah, but he's like a deep understanding of how this works. Well, I know that's what's bizarre about it is that he and he's like spends all of his time like just like staying in touch like with what everyone's doing. So he is like the most informed guy. But it's very funny. Like you, we'll talk to people. Well, that's one of the paradoxes here is that some of the people pushing this extension block thing have like been doing work on bits like BitPay has like more ex direct experience than Adam Back in Bitcoin. Right. Because like, but explain, how does that make sense? Like, it's like bizarre. It's just an utterly bizarre situation. But Bit well, Adam, I, I, maybe because like the things that Adam Back would have learned by doing Hashcash would have been remarkable. I bet like yeah. that guy had so many ideas about how to like scale Hashcash if it ever worked. Did you know that? So he not only did he he foresaw ASICs for Hashcash, like he knew the the econ of Hashcash like kind of like pretty well. But he didn't really invent the Hashcash used in Bitcoin. Actually, Hal Finney did. Did you know this? He published Hashcash. He said you have a partial collision, and then Hal Finney showed up and said, you know, you can just use zeros for that. And you don't need to like interact, so you can just be static zeros or something, and that's like the Bitcoin's difficulty. See, so it's a couple more points for the Halfini theory that uh, Halfini is Bitcoin. For those of you keeping score, Halfini, right? Two extra points or something for him. Two extra points, yeah. Two there. You <laughs> uh, shot one from like the, the free throw line. Yeah, because it's another case. Halfini has right. very suspiciously been showing up and been like, "Oh, we could, yeah, let me improve your thing like this." And it, the improvement he makes is like in the Bitcoin direction, and you're like, oh, of course, that's suspicious. Well, there's a reason that everyone thinks that these are the people that like. Yeah. I mean, like the reality is that like anyone can say anything they want about who is and is not Satoshi. We all know that it's me. Yeah. Well. Some so, do. No, like, but I mean, like, the, the reality is that, like, Bitcoin is, in fact, like, the creation of a lot of different people in the sense that there, there's, like, very specific ties to, like, like for example, Hashcash and, like, Proof of Work. Like, that, like, uh, Adam Back, like, giving essentially economic modeling to the, the function of a hash is an incredible innovation in itself. Right. Well, that's what he was trying to do is make email expensive and dis and destroy kind of like amplify signal to noise and say like you have to be serious about so he kind of introduced the signaling game into uh, communica electronic communications and right. uh, that was important so um, so yeah so, so extension blocks themselves are like a what like a layer well like I a layer would, centralized that's solution interesting question so 
Well, let me get back. To, my theory is that miners have avoided them just because they were in, they're prejudiced because Adam Back invented them, and they're just like we we hate block streams, so we'll avoid this thing. Which, if so, is horribly, ridiculously ironic. But now it's finally the irony has finally run out, and they finally realize that this is their magical thing. So what it is is it's basically you just you know everyone you, hopefully you know how hash functions work. It's, audience, it's, audience right. of one, that one other person who's listening. Uh, you so instead of <laughs> instead of putting more transaction data in the block, you just put one little hash of more stuff, and the more stuff is just treated exactly the same way. So you have the computer continue to scan through that, and it um, it just processes it as if you had a two megabyte or an eight megabyte or whatever hundred terabyte block, and that's basically it. You don't have to upgrade, and the issue is that if you want to send money in the extension part, you have to only confer with people who've or transact with people who've upgraded and if you, right it's like a mini lightning network even yeah almost. it kind of is because it's kind of like you could say it's, it's like I mean, a it's caching it's, layer or something because you can you can like pull you can like pull money you can like move like money in the extension block yeah can't you? right so the extension block would be just like every other amount of block space in regular bitcoin so but only to the people who choose to upgrade so if you don't want to upgrade then things get a little confusing for you so and and it kind of branches off a little bit there and and what they ended up proposing was a lot more similar to what i've been working on which is this which is drive chain which is kind of like it's it's weird because we kind of converged because drive chain started off as a side chain idea with totally egalitarian chains that are side by side right but drive chain ended up but it's ended up morphing more towards this asymmetric sidechain which is itself a lot like an extension block and even they realized right. in their announcement they said we could even change the rules of the extension block to do different things which is kind of like the sidechain idea where they you change the rules to right. the rules of ethereum or the rules of something else so so it's kind of so you thing. could i mean like right you could and, and and what you give up it's it's as i read it with extension blocks what you give up basically is like a little bit of decentralization and a little bit of security well if that's the thing is that it, it kicked up a bunch of dust and anger because they're kind of opt-in but they're not really opt-in so it's kind of like a well they're not they're not going to be opt-in when you like are using a wallet that's like you know forcing you to do it right so that's the thing is that well the thing is that if you decline to upgrade you might be fed a block and then you won't be able to determine if the block is valid or not because you just see this hash and you won't see all the transactions in the hash and you won't know if they're valid or not so you kind of have to upgrade. In fact, it kind of resembles what they call the evil fork or the mean fork, where you just like 51% attack Bitcoin until the person upgrades. You just say, we refuse to allow you onto the network until you upgrade. And so it's kind of like that. And there's been actually a fear of this that dates back at least to, uh, to long before. So like scaling Montreal, like around then at least, where people knew that soft forks were actually very powerful and they could do lots of e evil stuff with them and then they, a lot of people discovered this independently and then just kind of kept quiet about it but now the the solution the efficiency but in some ways, in some ways this is like a, a decent solution for like if you want to buy coffee on the blockchain right like that like you can open up these small channels and the idea is that like it's a lot less secure but like if you're if you're doing one in two dollar transactions you're not going to care that much well i don't think so because what the thing is it's it would be nice if it didn't the kind of the point of the soft fork is that you if you don't like it you don't have to go along with it but this thing kind of breaks that to a little bit of an extent so it's kind of like a cheap way of 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 cheating and getting the block size increased 
Uh, and that is why some people are not happy about it. So they were very angry about it. And in fact, this is one of the conspiracy theories. For those of you playing bingo at home, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. Conspiracy bingo. <laughs> uh, we've said the magic phrase, uh, one of the magic phrases of the show, which is conspiracy theory. Now you have to drink theory. a lot, chug a whole handle of vodka. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the theories is that the only reason no, that... No, don't. I don't want to be responsible for that. ...that people complained about um, ASIC Boost in Jihan is because of this thing. So it's kind of a giant tangle, but we'll get into some of it slowly. Well, this the, the ASIC Boost shit is, is some of the... It's, it's, that's the best conspiracy that's ever befallen Bitcoin. No, I saw opinion. your tweet was so it's, funny. It's so funny. About the best miner if you want mine. I was like... He really directly, is. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Well, so what, did, what, what, did, what did Jihan say? Like, uh, go fuck your mother if you want. Yeah, fuck. yeah. Well, was, fork, <laughs> fork your mother if you want fork. Uh, <laughs> if you want fork. I mean, this is. Yeah, right. This. I mean, like, like exactly. This is. I like. I'm looking at this. Jihan Wu is, in fact, in my opinion, the world's greatest miner because mining is a commoditized service. It's 100 percent commoditized, and it's really different. It really difficult in a service where, like, there, there, it essentially is reduced to a commodity, like a commodity good, to like find a, you know, find an advantage. Yeah, it's theoretically impossible. But he created. Right, he found it's supposed one. To be he found the one that is trick everyone into thinking that. Right. Assuming that this. <laughs> assuming that and this is correct. It's really yeah. funny. Well, because like I, yeah. all he's doing is like all he's all he's been doing is like trying to extend the amount of time that he possibly can <laughs> to prevent like Segwit from like be passing and like all this other stuff from passing that would like essentially make his make his change to these chips inviolable, right? So like, well, that's we'll get into it. Uh, so that, let's, right well, let's talk about word? it because it's very funny. Okay, so let's okay, so let's go over it. I'm sure if you unless you've been living under a rock, I mean, like I don't know, like so to, to, to hear the the bullet points, so, which are that. Greg posted. Greg Maxwell posted to Bitcoin Dev his discovery that if you that it maybe it's impossible to use SegWit style blocks and a covert version, a hidden version of this ASIC boost thing that's patented. And so there's then theoretically a contradiction between using SegWit and using ASIC boost. And he did some math, kind of back of the envelope. That some people disputed, but like that, it could be worth hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, or at least one hundred million dollars, or you know, like a, it doesn't really matter, right? If it's worth fifty dollars or fifty thousand dollars, it's like it's worth money to right. him, in theory. And so uh, then they discovered that the chips, the physical chips that are sold by Bitmain, have the like the routine in them. And then some people looked at some blocks of that were mined by Ant, Ant Pool that like look weird and they look weird in a way that's consistent with uh, this thing. So, some, so there Basic is a boost. lot of circumstantial evidence because most of the evidence is you can actually do the chip and like not use it and then some people said like the efficiency gain isn't that big well, and then some people uh, said honestly, some other what things. Honestly, really, what I think is really funny here is that like this seems like a really big leveling up point for the community where everyone's talking about things like uh, POS and everything else. Like the, the, the chain is going to like if everyone uses ASIC boost, then nobody uses ASIC boost. Exactly. So it just, well, this it, is the thing is that a lot of people so like, complain about the patent, which I think is incredibly stupid. And I no, I don't know. I think like Droplister and I agree that this is like a totally stupidest possible thing. But lots of people are worried about right. this. They say there's an unfair advantage. But see, the the story of the patent is interesting because according to Greg, and I I think I believe him, he said if anyone brought this up before, they would have changed the SegWit implementations just so that it didn't interfere, just so that it was a totally separate thing. Like he's saying that no one discovered this until now. So they said right. if they had discovered it, they would have just, 
you know, just for the sake of separating issues, they would have just made Segwit a different way. You know what I mean? But the the point right. is that Jihan was unable to like tip them off and say like, oh, by the way, for some reason, we're doing some mining thing um, that conflicts <laughs> with this. So please redo it in a different way, like in the design phase. Like he was unable to do that because it would have been like him admitting to like illegal patent violations or something. Right. So and like, is this that's the SHA-256 problem? <laughs> well, this is, yeah, well, this is the ASIC boost is like a faster double SHA-256 thing. And, but these well, I mean, it's, it's, it's faster by what, like 0. 0.2, like uh, two tenths of a power or something like that? Uh, it's, it's, ti- it's a tiny no, advantage. No, it's like 30% less electricity or something. That much? In theory. Well, I, in theory. So that's the other shit. thing is that people have disputed all these numbers and said like, and kind of relatively credible people um, who are in the mining, but even like Sam Cole, who was like put out of business, he had like a post about this. And, and other people are like, it's sort of like the maximum theoretical advantage is like maybe not that high right. in practice. And so some people say that it's much more important to get cheap power by like orders of magnitude than to use this. And, but it might explain why, um, it like so it's weird because the reason it's it's strange is because he may not have mentioned it for this reason and then it may be why he jihan or miners pretend to want to want certain things over other things so they jihan is pro right. extension block and pro segwit as a hard fork even though those things are like very, very, very similar to Segwit as a soft fork, which he is against. But well, Segwit as a like, soft fork breaks it's also, boost. So it's like it seems like it's that's the one that, Right, but it's important to remember that these like these ASIC these ASIC uh, producers have frankly the most uh, competent people making these chips. Yeah, right? well that's the thing is the manufacturer should they should be putting ASIC boost into the chip, you would think, right? Well, like, what say, else but not would they just be that doing? they all probably knew about this. Well, like, see, this, this is, is what's funny. You, like... So what's actually funny is that the story gets actually a couple of layers deeper. And what I actually think happened is that I think that I, – I think Jihan didn't know or something like – well, it's hard to say because there was a huge pylon, you know, and everyone was like, Greg Maxwell is the best. Jihan sucks. You know, Jihan's the worst. Yeah. Greg's the best. Yeah, it was, it was basically that's basically a cogent Hello, summary I'm of it. Maxwell. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but the weird thing is, uh, I'm not sh- totally sure. Like, I think there was kind of like some sobering up about like to what extent. So it's funny. Like, I don't know who knew what exactly. I think Greg's thesis is correct that, like, that's what Jihan did and why. But I don't. Segwit is very backwards compatible. So what I pointed out later is that you can activate SegWit and then you can just only use SegWit blocks like one out of every 10 or something. Like you can cram them all in there or let sure. someone else do it. And you can only use the old blocks. So, but I think Jihan probably like was afraid of like how many old blocks he'd be able to get or maybe he just didn't even know this at all. And it's also possible that Greg is just like, you know, so far ahead of everyone on this. Because think about this. Uh, you're right that the chip manufacturers should know all this stuff, but all the miners themselves, they have their own problems, right? Like getting like cheap electricity, and they have like a full-time job. They have their own affairs to manage. So, but but was I mean, like uh, ant, the, the ant pool, like they, someone stayed. I mean, I guess all all, all of these, uh, uh, all, like I I guarantee you, we're gonna start looking at these other chips, and we're gonna find like some of them were doing ASIC boost like things. I, I gu- I'm sure that they all have their weird advantages that they've discovered. Yeah, I agree. Some are compatible with Segwit and some aren't. <laughs> right. Well, that's what's fun. I yeah, I totally agree that it's just like this is just some weird thing that happened once, and so I'm not sure to what extent people are reading into all this complex stuff. Like it may have just been 
like some people say this is a big plan or whatever, but it may have just been the chips were manufactured this way, and then like no one figured it out, and then Jihan thought that he had to stop Segwit because it would take his hundred million dollars, even though it it really right. wouldn't. Like it would like only take like. 10 million or like less a lot less than right. that and maybe right. if he's getting what 30 to, to to an extent that is like smaller than he maybe even thought because he would have gotten more a higher price probably more maybe more right. transaction fees because well, that, that goes that goes to compatibility right segwit is essentially completely compatible with old trades if like you're just gonna not mine segwit transactions right so the funny thing is and, and even that is i asked some people and even that is a little confusing so like a good analogy is PageScript hash where you have to have this script so it says like you can anyone can spend the money goes anywhere but there's this weird little thing that hangs off on the end and the new soft fork rule for that was you have to supply the script and that hashes to that and the script has to be true so the kind of the thing is for this is that you can assemble the you can assemble like the bigger four megabyte block that has segwit some segwit transactions and right. maybe even then you can morph it back to the equivalent old one that only has the little thing hanging off and doesn't have the script even though it does have a script that evaluates the true and that would hash to that and you can boost that one and then broadcast the other one and it's not totally so sometimes it is impossible you're right for certain segwit transactions but there's like pay to witness pub key and then there's like pay to witness script and so even some of those fees he may have been able to recover although that's probably doubtful but i'm not sure without like breaking the blocks but so it was it's the funny thing is the segwit is so backwards compatible that it actually may have mattered a lot less than people thought people thought oh, this would hilarious. just be the end of his hundred million dollars but it may have only been like the end of like you know three percent of his hundred million dollars well something. also he might have been able to do this he might have been able to do asic boost for like 40 percent longer well yeah and i completely agree with you that the fun that's the funny thing is if he exploited the uh the contention just like totally for us to just to make more money like that would be like the happiest thing for bitcoin right because that would prove that the bitcoin experiment that would prove that miners are rational and self-interested right. and that of would course. just be i mean like that's, that's what's really funny bitcoin. to me yeah i don't understand why like this is the most celebratory act in yeah. bitcoin ever done i think like i i don't understand why people are so mad about it because i think it's hilarious like this is exactly how you'd expect a businessman to act he had an advantage he had asymmetric knowledge about that advantage, and he exploited the advantage. That's like that's exactly what he's. In fact, if he has shareholders, he's obligated to do it exactly what he did. Right. He would be. It would be uh, illegal. It would be like fraud or something, right? If he didn't. It'd be a breach of fiduciary breach of duty. Fiduciary duty. If he didn't <laughs> deceive, if he didn't deceive large blockers and trick them into thinking that. It, that right, and, and like. Segway was. I, I, I do have to say, software. the best part about this entire story is Roger Veer. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, there oh, are a lot of layers. Jihan Wu is the best. <laughs> but see, this <laughs> the other thing is that again, there's been like some sobering up, and I've kind of checked, and so a lot of people say people who have like no reason to lie, they say that they don't think that he's using ASIC boost, and I, you know, he would get he makes more money if he does, and he can. So I don't know why that would be the case, but I think it's a little bit more confusing than, I mean, I think everyone kind of just jumped in the. This giant love fest. Well, I mean, who are like those people? Like, 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 do you think that Jihan Wu is like going, like, going to his friends? Like, I don't do this. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, I don't know. Don't like, it. it's kind of confusing. Are you so mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, of I course. Like, 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 if, like if, if you're gonna make like, like you're gonna save thirty percent on your electricity bill. Like, why you be so mean to me? I don't use it to boost. <laughs> That's how he talks. I've never That's, met him. It's not that offensive. It's just how he talks. Yeah, I don't know. Well. 
the other thing is that it's there's a there's already a, so the the weird a lot of the weird ant pool blocks could just be SPV mining or spy mining or something like that because they're just empty and well, I was, I was going to say like he's he's been like I I, I have to say like I, I don't I don't I, maybe I'm the only one but I have an enormous amount of respect for for Jihan who does absolutely nothing compassionate in Bitcoin nothing. <laughs> well, the, the one thing that always gets me is that he always like he he feels like the necessity to engage with the community. If I were him, I would just be completely disengaged. Well, yeah, I know you're I, you're referring to like his tweet that says like we will continue to mine empty blocks. Like fuck you, right? Like, why the <laughs> fuck would he like even bother to say that? Like go fuck yeah. yourself. I, I'm a miner. It's, well, that's it's, what this I, is it's a commoditized funny. good. I, I mine however I want to mine. I completely. I mean, that's exactly what I think that. In general, no one in Bitcoin should talk to each other at all. We should all just go into our room and calculate right. the Nash equilibrium. Go, go to your mother's house, live in your ba her basement, yeah. and just wait. No, if just Bitcoin calculate makes, the Nash equilibrium makes it big, and just do that. Yes. That's what I would all the, say. Just, constant, just, just do that constantly. And you're completely – I mean, it's and, and funny. Like, if, and, if, pe if people did that, Segwit would have activated because there'd be no – Right. There'd be no, like, reason to, like – negotiate with Blockstream or something over like well right. if you take the political thesis that is it's like if I guess the boost thesis it would still not activate maybe you know it would just take longer or something but the boost thesis but there'd be no way no not really though because unless not it's only if Jihan controls more than 50% that he boosts with and I don't know if that's true I know he indirectly <laughs> controls a lot but I, he probably only boosts like 20 with 20% or something that, that do you he, think so you don't that, think he boosts just everything probably just the only only the stuff that he owns like specifically or something I don't know if that's the case I think he only has disproportionate right. influence over the other miners he tells them to signal something they signal BU but they're not actually running it because this bug comes across that blows up all the torpedoes all the Bitcoin unlimited nodes but like the Bitcoin network like still finds blocks like every 10 minutes but meanwhile allegedly like 40% right. of the network was running BU but it wasn't really they were just signaling BU I think so and then there's the fake signal. I don't I don't know Jihan Wu's background but like I, at first I was like inclined to think he was just a complete idiot right but nowadays like honestly he's the, yeah I, he's I crazy you, like the fox I, I think I, I don't know I think that like he probably graduated from like no, MIT. No, he has. Like a, he did. He went to a, a very good. No, he went to a very good university, and he has a background. Did in, he do math? He has the same undergraduate background as I do, which is two degrees, a degree in econ and a degree in psychology. So well, I thought he. I thought he done. I thought maybe it was impressive. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought wrong. Well, but, like whatever it is, he's he, did he go to like did he yeah, go to like, grad school? No, it's like what, Peking what did he do? University or something. I don't know. I think he just. I don't know if people do that in China. I don't know. <laughs> but it, Peking is a kind of chicken. Well, I don't know. It's what it says in his Twitter. Maybe he's trolling me with his Twitter. It's totally it just doesn't possible. matter. Like whatever it is, like he, he's a lot smarter than like I, I gave him credit for, and and that's like that's sad because I wanted him to be the dumbest man in Bitcoin. Hi. Along with many of you, I have seen the bug that snuck into 70% of Bitcoin miners in existence. This goes directly against all Bitmoon values. Bitmain. Bit, bit, Bitmain. Bitmain? Bitmain values. It's just not who we are. We are determined to make this right and have agreed to ensure that all unauthenticated backdoors in our software are rolled out in closed sourced software going forward. We have resolved this issue and we hope that Peter Todd will stop tweeting. Many of you want to know what will happen to the employee who exposed this bug. We take it very seriously. He has been disposed of according to the cartel bylaws. 
we will use what we have learned to ensure we are helping decentralization by making more of you use our hardware. You and Chris both owe an apology, not to each other, maybe also to each other, but to the listeners. I don't know anyone's shit. I, uh, I the, stuck the up for you guys. The show is I, I stuck up for you guys nothing. at CoinDesk. I left a comment saying how great your show was. I know. You did. Yeah. Well, that, that why would you do I, that? That's the opposite of what I we wanted to do. I got stabbed in the back by the show. I didn't stab you in the fucking back, I Paul. I, I have you here I'm on the saying, show right now. Well, I'm just saying I feel I'm really upset still. Well, I'm trying to rectify that well, on, on behalf that. of everybody. Here's the thing: there's a community promise. I owe the community. I owe the community quite a bit, um, and I'm trying. I'm trying my darndest to make sure that I I fulfill the community promise and repay your debt to society. Well, I have a well a debt to you guys, a yes. debt to really nobody. Um, but like I, well, I owe nobody nothing on this one. Like I, I literally sat back and this bullshit happened, and uh, and it it's is what terrible. it is. Like that's it's fine, I guess. I know, but if you work in customer service, you just apologize you know what i mean like you have to apologize on behalf of the show i don't fucking apologize for nobody I'm, I just, I'm not gonna apologize for this this is like this is this is obscene it was it was ridiculous the whole thing is ridiculous no, I'm gonna, and, I'm gonna, uh, and i'm glad i'm I glad look to be forward here. to going on chris's show and telling him that he owes me an apology too because he stabbed me in the back well, he'll give he'll 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 give you one Ugh, um i don't want it if he's because, gonna give it to me i just want what you did where you awkwardly avoid yeah. giving it to me for like five minutes. I'm not going to give it. It wasn't awkward. I'm just telling you, you're not going to get one because it's stupid. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> after all the... Now, Tim Swanson is probably laughing at both of you guys, you know? It's just the worst. It's the worst. I, I agree. I, I didn't He's ask like, for this. Oh, like, you know what? Here's the thing. Notice two, operandi of the show. Those two, they when, think everything's a scam. Have... They think each right. other are a scam. Well, oh. that's, that's exactly what happened. Oh. Right? Everything, like, Everything's been you, ruined. You go up your own asshole far enough, you end up like uh, you end up like thinking that like you you've uh, I don't know. <laughs> you end up on the other. Well, you end up accusing yourself of the you thing that like your, you're, you're accusing come, you everyone else. You come back out if you if you go you go too far up. You come you come back out your mouth. You're then you're, you come ta- back you're out just your talking mouth. normally. And like here's the thing: if you're just talking normally, if you're up your butthole, right? You're just talking so, like, what, normally. I mean, like, at that point. It, so it's inverse of that. If you talk normally too much, it's as if negative infinite. Of being up your own right so i mean like exactly. I, I don't know what to do like the modus operandi of the show would have been if we disagreed with something we would go on the show and we would debate it and then like that was what it was so like for some reason this one was different um well we're gonna I, figure I, it out I, we're like, gonna figure it out eventually i don't know when well the, the reason it was different is because it had nothing to do with the rare pepes it, it I, I don't think i'm sure it had something else to do with something else um chris i'm sure someday we'll have some soul searching and be able to explain to you what it was in hindsight that he's decided it is but like for now and for probably as, as far as i know evermore uh this is now this is the minority form oh my God. and we'll just have to deal so with that so like I'm, I'm really happy well at least we well, have it's a good, it's this a good is fork. like well it's it's good that we finally did fork this is, it's like the theory of this classic this is the silver this is the silver to Bitcoin and uncensored gold. Silver to Bitcoin uncensored gold. Well, no, unfortunately, <laughs> if you owned, if you had viewers, you now you have viewers on both chains now. So if you viewed the old chain, you that splits my that one? splits my value. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it, no, you have twice as many uh, useless viewers as you as before. You've twice Man, I, I don't even know. This. Like honestly, like I'm, I'm convinced that the viewers like that we had before were like not even like existing. You're the ninth. You're the ninth. You're the ninth most influential in the entire industry. We all know that 35 <laughs> people voted on that. Maybe, maybe as many as 70. <laughs> Twelve of them listened to us. So like that. Like what do you, what do you think? Like and, and also they had a short list. What, what, what was the list made up of? The like, Dow like hacker. Twelve. I think it was 12, like 12 people were no, on that list No, it was for like votes. 40 people or 10, something. 10 spots. 
<laughs> well, I don't know how I won. I didn't even. What's funny is I didn't even know the th- the vote was happening until like like uh, Chris mentioned it for Royal Tiffany. I had no idea. It was just like, oh, I guess that, that's weird. I, honestly, like the show got out of hand for me. Like I, I just didn't think it was like that. Like listen to, and then uh, and and then it was. No, it's it was the only it. It's the only thing that has any value in Bitcoin apart from the Bitcoins. Well, there you go. Is it, it, <laughs> apart from the Bitcoins themselves? Apart from the Bitcoins themselves. Oh, I mean, that's so sweet of you, Paul. I'm I really know. sorry you think that. I, well, you, and you left me in the lurch for four weeks. I'm like, I didn't leave you like anywhere, Paul. You, you fucking like, like, you got in a ditch and you, you, like you're sitting there like a dying banshee it's right now. my mistake. My mistake was listening to the show in the first place. Sports. Oh my god! You don't even like you don't even like me calling you Paul Sports. You well, you you were so mad at that when that happened. Not re- well, I don't know. I don't know. How you I named yourself it. though. I, I will say. Yeah. Well, no. This is a nickname that was given to me in high school. Didn't I explain that? Yeah. It was, it was terrible. Paul Sports. Yeah. Because I was terrible at sports, and I told my oh, well, my parents told me to tell my friends when they were trying to learn how to pronounce my name. They said, say that it's like quartz, like a quartz watch. And that was, of course, the stupidest yeah. fucking thing. And, of course, my friends are, like, way Squirts. smarter way smarter than my parents. And they're like, oh, like sports, <laughs> like sports. And they're like, they're like, oh, they're like sports because they're, like, popular normal people. And then they came up with oh, that. Oh, so this is like, this, this is like a, a flashback. It's a throwback, like yeah. Very traumatic, the, very traumatic memories. I'm really sorry, yeah. Paul. That's too bad for you. Yeah, it's, it's too bad for me that, uh, you know, that this show... You know, even ever existed because, well, see, this is the thing is like, you could have gone your whole life without hearing I that know. again, you know, I could have, well, probably not because I'm still friends with those idiots. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, you know, the marginal lunacy of this show is like consistent with, but the point is, the point is the ML show equals MC, as we all know, the point, the show forked. And now you have, you have coins at both chains is all I'm saying. We do have coins on both chains. You can't spend chains. on either one, though. That's the problem. <laughs> you can only listen. You can only listen. Right. They have they have intrinsic value, which are that. They sh- well, they don't have intrinsic. <laughs> they, you value. can listen. They, they, have they, have, no they have intrinsic value. You can listen to the show, and the show is very non-linear and abstract. So I'm not sure. Well, it's how certainly non-linear. It is. Yeah. It's not very well, you know, that was that was that was frankly that was the uh, what was endearing about the show. It was it was non-linear. Uh, distraction was used to uh, you know erode people's confidence in their own arguments. You know, I, I got to say, over the years, I have loved doing Bitcoin Uncensored. So, like, may, maybe, you know, maybe we'll do something uh, similar. Maybe we'll do something completely different. But whatever whatever it is I do, um, or we do as a show, I think I think it'll be something that, like, you enjoy. So, uh, frankly, I, I'm an entertainer. I've always been an entertainer. I like entertaining. Um, uh, I, I, I do not love being famous. So that's why I picked a small niche like Bitcoin, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's good. You should. Why don't you go? You should. You could go for like. Why don't you pick like Feathercoin or something like that? That's even smaller. Than I Bitcoin. could do Feathercoin. That'd be an even smaller yeah. community. I don't know what I would say there though. Like, Feathercoin. You can't have like any intelligent discussions. <laughs> you think they're implementing like segregated witness there? Is that like a thing that they're doing in Feathercoin? That would be funny if they were because you know it's funny that you bring that up because they're doing it with Litecoin and then Litecoin was. Well, I remember long ago like you could go to Bitcoin and people would be like, the U.S. dollar is not real. Uh, right. Gold sucks. Bitcoin is the only thing that is real. And then you go to the Litecoin people, and they'd be like, Bitcoin and Litecoin are the only thing that's real. Everything else is yeah. scam. Everything right. else sucks. Feathercoin and then you, Bitcoin. And then you go to Feathercoin, and you go, Feathercoin, Bitcoin, and Litecoin are the only three real coins. Everything else is scam. And uh, then you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with these? Yeah, everyone, dude, this is just the sneeches. We're just practicing like the sneeches here. 
Yeah, we're, we're definitely rehearsing for some kind of comedy act <laughs> in heaven of some kind. <laughs> Well, it's 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 just really amazing to me because like I'm watching this and like honestly, like I, I see these new people come into the space and they're really amazing because they come in and they like tell me what Bitcoin is like. They'll be like, "This is how Bitcoin is." I'm like, "You fucking have no idea how long I've been here, do you?" So like yesterday, for example, I was talking to a guy and he he goes, "Bitcoin needs a scale," and I'm like, "I don't think you know what scaling means." And he goes, "Oh yeah, why don't you tell me what scaling means?" And I was like, "Okay," so I tell him what scaling means, <laughs> and uh, and then at the end at the end he goes, "Well, do you know about that whole?" minor equation thing the minor equation, like, uh, equation. Wait, what what the fuck are you talking about? like yeah. you know how like miners do like math to solve problems like yeah i can oh tell you God. all about that if you'd like to understand it so like this is the thing like noobs come into the space and they like they have no fucking clue what it is that you've been through here <laughs> well, it's more yeah oh, it's 100 yeah. percent in kruger Oh, 100 They have well, no clue like, what you've done. They just they come in, they're like, I do you even know anything at all? And you're like, No. The thing I know is that you <laughs> exactly, don't either. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, that is it is I mean, this is like um it's it's funny, you do something like this and then you try to compare your life to like someone else who's not like in the Bitcoin world, and you're like I mean, it's very isolating. It goes back to the mental health point where it's like you ask someone like, how, what, oh, you know, how did your week go or something? And your week right. was like fucking crazy because you, because ASIC boost happened and then you got into a big Twitter thing and then you woke up on Saturday morning, you had 196 Twitter notifications and like a right. billion like whatever. And this happened and then you have to read all these papers to figure all this stuff out and you didn't even like, now you got to figure out like how ASIC boost works and like all this stuff. Right. That's like how your Saturday <laughs> is going. And everyone else is like, oh, you know. I got a new necklace or something, and that's right. like that's like it. And you're just like, you know, it's like watching slugs slowly crawl across a, you know, it dr- is like, driveway it or is. something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like, yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Like, like I don't know. Like, on on uh, Twitter the other day. I'm not, Vitalik is like talking to me and I'm we're, we're talking about a shitcoin, you know, Ethereum for those who, yeah. who are new here. Um, and like, I'm very proud. I'm very happy to talk about it. But like, I'm talking to the, the noob and he's apparently just quit his job to uh, go trade shitcoins. <laughs> Nice. That's great. And, I'm sure he's and I'm got, talking about like uh, it's valuable for society. He'll do very well. Yeah. So I'm like I'm like, dude, Ethereum's an utter shitcoin. And he was he's sitting there like it's not a shitcoin. I'm like, okay, well tell me. The same question that we've we've been asking for months and nobody will give us an answer. What is Ethereum for? Uh, a smart contract for. <laughs> yeah. Well like, yeah, explain but, give me for one like use four of a smart contract. Just give me one fucking use. Nobody can answer this. No, no one can. I, I people give me Augur back. It's like that's the funniest thing to say to you <laughs> okay so let's talk about so he, that because he has no notes. idea so he goes he goes online and he like looks up the definition of smart contract oh my God. and reads a dictionary definition oh, to that me. was the word when you guys were doing um when you guys were doing the uh, guy uh, vinay gupta <laughs> yeah and he was like he warbled on that for like 20 minutes and then he's like well you got to go back to nick zabo well, smart contract is uh, right. Like, and what the fuck? Like, like why no one has any clue Nick, what these things are for. Not asking Nick Zabo. No. Well, Nick, Nick, Nick wrote like a, this thesis about like smart contracts. That's great. I'm yeah. very happy that Nick uh, did that. Um, but like, the, the the reality is that smart contracts have like no like blockchain smart contracts. I don't know how much you say. Okay. I think honestly. That escrowing like your reputation may, in most cases, have uh, it may be stronger than like the the immutability of like a lot of these blockchains. Well, absolutely. I mean, of course, I agree with you, and I've um, published about that for like 
many consistent years of like all throughout like 2014 and like <laughs> whatever. But so let's in the notes. So let's skip to that because what I want to talk about is why do people keep falling for this Ethereum scam? And I want to like kind of maybe try and take it to the next to to the one deeper level and see. Dude, it is like why? Go, go, sorry. Okay, I'm just saying like why do people fall for this? And so my first point here is the developer network effects. Where right. so I have it so I have it, I have orders I have someone I have it uh, uh, fighting the yeah fighting the last war where it's sort of like people think that wherever the developers meet it kind of does nothing else matters like so let's you have so you compare two languages like whatever some language is more efficient like C plus plus versus Python or you know, like you know Perl versus Python or something like that it wherever the developers go that's where all the magic will happen because the developers want to be with each other and because there's a lot of free you're kind of constantly getting training as a programmer so you're doing work but you're also constantly getting better so it's not like uh, carpentry or like you're building a house or something where you just get better and then you're just as good as you'll ever get with programming you just get better and better and better and better and better forever so the more work you do everyone wants to do like the same kind of work they want it all to be interoperable and they want it all to be like in the same stuff which is partly explains the Silicon Valley like stupidity of just trying to get lots of users and lots of like making a big splash and putting a big flag in the ground and like attracting all the talent and all this other pretentious junk because this is kind right. of the logic of that but I think so I think a big part of it is that people think that that logic applies here as well and they think okay developers like Ethereum more and they they are going to Ethereum, so therefore they will. When enough developers gather, magic will happen. And so this well, is where I need your help. Incredible, right? There's an incredible amount of stupidity in it. Like right. So I need your help in expressing, like, why are, do I don't they get right? That's stupid. People, it is stupid. Well, people but, are arguing, yeah. right? People arguing things like, like for example, the uh, the whole decentralized gambling thing, and 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 it's a cute it's a cute thing to like argue with me about. You can tell me that decentralized gambling is an important function of the Ethereum blockchain, but my my simple question is going to be where do you get your entropy from? Where? And the answer is going to be a centralized source, nearly always. So like some super convoluted thing that is like. Well, no, they, they, you know what they're all doing? They're all getting it from random.org. <laughs> no, that's funny. They're using a they're, uh, they're using a random number generator online to like, get this entropy, <laughs> that's and funny. that's totally fine. I don't I don't like I, I don't I don't that doesn't bother me. But like, why wouldn't you centralize the whole project and then just use the hash values from the chain to like generate a a, a seed? Well, you know, I don't know about that, but what I do know is that someone uh, was doing a slot machine on Ethereum, and that was like the best Ethereum project, and they couldn't figure out why the gas price was so high. Right. And they had the CTO there, and I asked the CTO, like, why, well, why is the gas price so high? You're the CTO. And he's like, well, you know, I'm new or something. And I'm like, well, how new are you? And he's like, well, I'm, I'm like eight weeks. And I'm like, well, eight weeks is kind of a long time. And I was like, you know, it's kind of like your job. Like, why is the gas so – and he's like, he's like, I have no idea, basically. And now right. you can see it now as the projects kind of get finished and as in the post-DAO world where they had to make some changes and people were attacking Ethereum by, like, making stuff – uh, nodes, nodes where the resources were being exhausted, so they had to manually go in and very USSR style, like increase the costs of various the gas costs of different operations and things. And so you see it now that people are realizing that the the slot machine contract is like you know it costs like dollars 
of transaction fees just to like run but it's like the simplest thing on the in the universe of just like some randomness and then like some numbers and then do the numbers match. Well, all of these things have real all of these things have real costs exactly. and again i would ask for the slot machine where the fuck do you get your randomness well i don't know I, there is some way where you can like do a giant round of slow round and if any as long as one person is honest then it aggregates to something random or something like that maybe I but know. i would i would guarantee you that like you can probably grind that yeah well you definitely can't that what's the that mining part is a totally different aspect to how broken that is but uh i'm not i mean what i'm trying to get at is my, my, why my point, my point is that like if there's if there's like a known round robin of, of randomness yeah. in these chains if you're pulling it on chain like you're you're it's almost certain that you can grind on like that random function yeah but you could say like maybe there is maybe a lot of people do a lot of different random stuff and they all do it in in like parallel and then there's no like real reason to grind like one over the other or something and maybe there is i don't sure. know maybe. i don't know but I, I agree it, that it's it, not it reliable. Just seems like, it just seems like an inordinately difficult problem well, here that, well, like, see, no one's actually this is the thing, though, solved. is that it's, like, one slot machine, and it's, like, they can't get it to, like, work, you know? But then, like, the DAO, they got that to work, and they got it to work so well that it, like, emptied everyone's money. So it's, like... Well, it, it, it worked exactly as it should have. Right. Code is law. Yeah. So, but what I'm trying to get at <laughs> with you, and I'm, like, why don't people understand, like, how stupid it is? And... So, but there's you understand the appeal of this thing. It's like the developers are there, and so I'm going to try to unpack it a little bit more. So I have this thing where I say that writing for Ethereum is just like it's like if you write for Serpent, you're only like writing Python code. So it's it's a trick. You're not actually like writing for Ethereum. It's not like an Ethereum network effect. It's just like a Python network effect or something. You're just cheating, but that's fine because that's kind of smart for Ethereum to do is to be tap into that. Um, but I'm not sure, like, it's hard to express, like, they're not doing, when they write, like, you could write in Python a program that does something, and then it has, like, a little Bitcoin thing that says pay someone in Bitcoin that calls a totally different thing. And so there's, like, a lot of, like, kind of cheating here, and I'm just I'm just trying to explore, like, why, how, we've got to come up with some clever way of, of expressing this fallacy that there's some kind of, like, there's some value to having all these developers who are just, they're not actually Ethereum developers, they're just Python developers, well, but they no, show it's, up it, and then it, it makes it seem like Ethereum can like it's, it's defy gravity. It's 100% argument from authority though, Paul, because like, like all of these kids, they, they, they show up and they're like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's frankly, it's, it's the Madoff fallacy. Um, the reason that like, this seems a little fishy to me, all of these claims seem fishy to me, but look at all these smart people around yeah, me who like, are telling me that it, that it will work. But the, yeah, it's so, like an like, affinity scam, They must, scam, they must right. have a... They must have examined the claim. Yeah, well, so here's the The assumption the thing. is that someone smarter than you examined the claim before you got there. I, well, I completely agree. So I think I have this other point that I think the real, the crux of the Ethereum scam is that it's a way of programmers scamming, like, non-technical people. And that's because sure. what I say is the investors, they don't understand the tech, but they do have this, this, like, this guess, this heuristic that's, like, whatever the critical mass of developers likes that will get like better and that will be the thing that people like and it will get like free labor and it will be like free innovation and stuff and so the thing is i think like so it's it's kind of like this the it's good for the developers because it's easier for them they all have to write python but everything that they do is just very confusing to like non -de to non-developers it's like a black box they don't know like anything that's going on so Ethereum's like the hits the sweet spot of like really easy for people to developers to like work on, and really hard for the non-developers to understand. Very abstract and kind of like sure. confusing. So I'm trying to like I'm just trying to zero in on like why you know because like why is the scam like going 
so hard. You know, it's like. Well, it's you have like, to realize there's a lot of developers even who are being scammed by it, who are like working on the project actively. Yeah. Well, I think they all. The, right? Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, and so that's yeah. I, yeah, I think you're completely right. It, but maybe part right. of the develop the developer network effect like theory that, okay, all the other all my friends are here, and this is going to be the big thing because we're all. I remember um, the recent hackathon or the consensus hackathon maybe of last year where Dan Anderson was there and he was like the only one who built on Ethereum. Uh, excuse me, on Bitcoin, and on he Bitcoin? asked people around, and he was like, oh, and they were like, oh, what stack are you building on? And he's like. Bitcoin, of course, and they were like, everyone there was building on Ethereum, and, you know, that's my point, though, is that building on Ethereum, like, it doesn't really mean very much, because you're just writing whatever it well, is. Well, this has Python been the debate, or... this has been the debate about, like, the whole Turing complete contract shit, so, like, here's the deal, uh, you can call Ethereum a Turing complete language, uh, that's great, or, or Serpent, I guess, is it Serpent that they, uh, that's Turing complete? Yeah, well, um, it's like, well, yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter, I... Well, the, I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like Ethereum has like 4,000 layers, but like whatever it is, Ethereum has the, the Turing complete. Yeah. Right. Well, like I want to know what the difference is between that and Bitcoin having, you know, every single Turing complete language available to its developers to develop projects. Like, for right. example, that's, DropZone. DropZone well, is I mean, developed is that, in a Turing complete language. Well, yeah, like, like BitPay is Turing complete, right? Like A Turing complete like, language. Like, yeah, like, you know well, I mean? like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reticent. Like, I, I do not understand the distinction between having a Turing complete language that executes on-chain and a Turing complete language that can execute off-chain, right? right. Like, just, for example, like, yeah, Counterparty, exactly. that yeah. was written in a Turing complete language. And it's not on the big, like, it, it, it does things, it interacts with Bitcoin, but it only interacts when, like, you spool up the, the client. I see, but this is what I'm trying to say is how do we communicate this, like, in a really simple way? Because, because it's I just don't understand like why people don't. It's like it's just well, complicated my, my simple way is to make fun of people because like it, it's it's absurd. To, I like, guess we should. That's why that's like that's the thing, Paul. Like these people don't they don't want to be convinced, and you can know that because like when when yeah. Junset shows up and asks them the very simple question, "What is it good for?" and their answer is, "I don't know." Making what is it? What money. Is, what, you can know that yeah. they have no <laughs> desire. They have no desire to know what this thing actually does. I literally had a guy, the, the guy I'm talking about from yesterday stormed away from the table uh, and, and so he wouldn't have to have the discussion. He was so mad. That is weird. That's a weird thing, isn't it? I mean, there are these different la layers. There's this, like, uh, I think it's called con it's a construal theory in psychology. People have these different layers that they talk. They talk like an abstract layer. They talk like a concrete layer. And, and you know, like, smart contracts is very abstract, but saying some specific example, like the Lightning Network or I will pay you three Bitcoin if you reveal the random value R that hashes to this thing. That's very concrete. And uh, I just don't understand, like, why there's a big... I mean, people are really vulnerable to that if you try and switch layers on them and they just can't handle it. Well, Bitcoin... Programming in Bitcoin is like programming in C, I feel like. Um, it's it's the hardest thing to do. It's a, it's a It is the base language for all of this stuff. Um, and... And it's it's like learning binary or something. It's it's very well, see, that's difficult. That's the thing. Is, it's yeah, but it's like if you code in Ethereum, you're just like writing your stupid Python or whatever, and it and it's you're not actually doing the blockchain stuff. That's what that's the point I'm what's trying really, to convey. Really, is that you're right. writing a Python well, program. Like, like, like for example, you have to ask yourself in Bitcoin. You have to ask yourself like because if you're building a thing in Bitcoin, it's because it probably needs Bitcoin. So one of the things you have to ask yourself in Bitcoin is is this prunable? Is the thing I'm writing this like encodement to is it prunable? And that's a really like that's a, that's a question that's difficult to ask, right, or to answer. Like for example, uh, like what about the UTXO set might be prunable? 
What about op return is prunable? Probably all of it. Um, like, what about a lot of these things are prunable? That's like a lot of these Ethereum developers are just writing in the code. They're 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 writing in Serpent. They're not taking consideration for like the externalities that they're causing on chain. Yeah, I completely agree. There's this difference between like working on the protocol and like just like using the protocol, but in Ethereum there isn't. But I'm just trying to say, like, I mean, we you and I like we both know with like whatever some absurd degree of confidence like 99% or whatever, that Ethereum will just like explode one day. and it, it will... At some point, it's going to be an amazing explosion. We're all going to watch the fireworks. Yeah, and so like, have no... but what I'm saying is like, uh, uh, what do we do I've been until trying to then? Figure like... out, well, I think you just watch. All like, right. Paul, honestly, like I've been I've been trying to think about like how to state this. Um, people ask me like how I know Bitcoin is going to win. And, and, and the answer is I, I have no idea that it's going to win. I think that blockchains are war. But like what I will say is the chain that is most likely to win is going to be the chain that manages its externalities most. Uh, most vociferously, most uh, most like vehemently, right? Um, because that well, it achieves like, complexity the, and multi a lot of participation without the participants well, that's, killing that's, each other. Isn't that the same? That well, would be no, the goal. because like yes. you, you have to achieve, you have to achieve, you have to achieve like. But I'm agreeing with you. Again, another, another fucking Twitter argument. Yeah, it's the same thing. But like, like someone was telling me that Bitcoin is not a commons. Yeah, that's weird because it. It and is, I was yeah. like, "That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard." This well, is the, this the is the quintessential is the example commons, yeah. of a commons, one hundred percent. Like it, it, it causes externality. It causes like trash on everybody. Every single person pays for this thing, but like you and you don't really have to bear the cost of like the chain weight you're adding for whatever it is. Like whether it's, uh, you know, putting putting items into like uh, encoding in, into a UTXO set, or like let's say you're encoding on Opportune, whatever whatever the hell you're doing, or just even spending the, the, the act of spending costs money to the network, permanent costs forever yep. and ever. Yes. Um. And and like the other, and, and you can ruin parties. Bitcoin. Yeah. So you right. have a and you give the miner the transaction, but there's all these other miners and there's all these other nodes that are third parties to that exchange. Right. And he's trying well, well blocks well like miners can exclude, and I'm like that's fine. Um. So then you can just become a miner and not exclude. Like it's yeah. it's 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 difficult to make the argument that miners exclude. Like you might have yeah. There there is what's funny about the commons here is that there is a varying degree. There's a probabilistic inclusion, right? Like you can do things that are going to have a higher probability of inclusion in a block than other things. One of those things would be to include a high transaction fee. One of those things is to like spend in completely standard, um, in, in completely standard transaction ways, right? Like all of these are things that would like be more likely to guarantee that you're going to be in the next block. But it's still clearly a commons because anyone could invest any amount of money into mining like at any time or not invest in that. So it's kind of like whether or not you mine is kind of – there's no like inherent right. criteria there. So it's just and, like and, – And I see that with the core devs. From the very beginning, like Blockstream, the core devs generally have always been very concerned about externality management. They've always wondered what it is they can do to like make sure that they are not – adding undue weight that they're not adding undue like uh, expenses to the chain and like ethereum has none of that none of that well i just don't know why i mean i don't know if we can if we can uncover some little like nugget to talk about this point about the the developers letter like they're not there's not an actual network effect for the developers right, well, but paul here's, here's the thing paul there's gonna you're wanting to try to keep the news away there's gonna be a point where like the noobs no longer come to bitcoin or, or ethereum like these are protocols right no one ever came to like HTTP and was like, I'm here, you know, I'm new, I'm excited. No yeah. one ever did that. Like, yeah. there's going to be an ecosystem of things built on Bitcoin that people like in the way that there are websites, yeah. right? Yeah, there's going to be like these things, like, people don't need to come to Bitcoin forever. 
And and that's like for me, I'm looking at them like you know, like uh, uh, there's a point where the noobs kind of go away and stop. Right now they're they are they're they're rampant as shit. Like I I want them gone. I, yeah, I'm no, embarrassed. I, I, this I'm, is a good HTTP is a good. You're right. This this should not like no one goes to like the HTTP website like you know what I mean like the the website about HTTP to like I mean some people do like you might right now but it's like you might Google it to learn about it but no one like. Even though everyone uses HTTP every day and they indirectly type it into their browser window like a billion times, right? Uh, I mean, Chris no says this, actually, I think like, he's accurate about it. Crap, gives a crap about it. What? There's more spectators to like uh, programmer ratios here than like ever before. Like, there, uh, JavaScript doesn't have a bunch of spectators opining uh, yeah, about yeah, how it right, ought to be yeah. constructed, yeah, and that's. I mean, it's very, very funny. Like, yeah, I, I, funny. I look at that whole thing. Like, it's it's a wonderful. I love the ecosystem here, but even like, I'm not a programmer, right? Like, this whole thing is incredible to me. But like, I, I really have no no uh, no reason to have an opinion on how it's fucking built. It would be interesting if we knew more people who were like around, like when HTTP was like, because there may have been like some kind of class of pseudo investors or something like cisco or something well, you, you you've seen this where like an, a programmer like someone just gets their programming chops right and then and and they're they, they come like my favorite thing to program in is camel and you're like how did you end up there you know like, yeah, like new programmers they, always have yeah. like right someone told them to get yeah. into programming because they like camel and so now they're going to tell you all about camel even though they just don't know anything about other languages and that that's like you know that's that's what's going on in bitcoin it's like all these noobs come up and they're like the, the thing about bitcoin that's a problem is it doesn't have a good ui and you're like oh god we've had that fight oh my god holy shit and uh and, and that's their that's their big complaint and they're wrong i mean I, for me i just i'm trying to like i don't know i'm just trying to make sense of it to in conversations with other people but I'm, you know I think I agree with you it's a lost cause like just like maybe I don't know maybe I can do the thing where I like pretend to agree with them but like that's what I do Paul because like they, or, or, or I just laugh at them because like everyone like I'll be at a table where everybody knows I've been here a while right you'll do the same thing you'll sit somewhere like everyone knows you're the Bitcoin guy right and you'll sit down and they'll start opining like they'll, they'll wax poetic about the like great block size debate of which they're clearly on the wrong side, right? They're, they're like the RBTC crowd talking about the conspiracies of like, you know, and, and I'm just sitting there like, you, you know nothing about that debate. That's really funny. And then I just start asking questions that like prove to the table that they're idiots, which is just funny. All right. Well, let's talk about something funny here. The other, the other, boring. well, okay, we can do that. It is boring. Well, that, that's what I had you on for. You're like the most boring man in Bitcoin. That's I why know. we like, well, well let's, we'll so, talk about something funny. Now we're going to talk about Samson Mao, the preeminent anarcho millionaire. <laughs> I love Samson. Mao. He's one of the funniest people. Congratulations, by the way, Samson, for being the, uh, only the first Bitcoiner ever to have two legitimate jobs in the space. <laughs> I don't know about this. Uh, well, what is, so that's, let's talk about that. What is it? What is his new job? It doesn't matter. He's working for Blockstream. <laughs> See, that's um, the thing, it's though. a real job. It doesn't. It's a real job. <laughs> what is it though? No one knows. It doesn't. Probably PRs are. Yeah, PRs are. But see, this is what's happening. I bet they're no. paying him. I, I'm guessing they're paying him just to tweet. No, but yeah, they may be, which is which is <laughs> like, which is funny. Well, it's also. Well, see, here's the thing: is I have it in the notes that it's it's also bad for them because it validates. I think. It says like. Well, you can't reference the notes like that. Like you got to do it naturally, uh, as if we're doing this like off the uh, cuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. It just occurred to me that. It just occurred <laughs> to me that Samson, <laughs> that people might view this as um, 
a kind of retire. Okay, so let me explain what I'm saying here, which is that you haven't said anything yet, so like you don't have to explain it. First of all, people we, first few mo- first few nonsense, <laughs> and then you could explain. There's it. a tendency. People are now. This is it's similar to it's okay. Let me explain it. Let me explain it again. Uh, people are oracleizing Blockstream, I think, and I think that is okay. going to be a problem. So I think it may already – we may have actually crossed the Rubicon with the hiring of Samson Mao, actually. So it might – so I actually have a little bit – I'm not, it's not as fun as I would have liked it to be, even though it's – even though Samson Mao is hilarious and the fact that he is an anarcho-millinarist, whether he wants to be or not, through his creation – He's been wearing a lot of hats creation lately. Creation of these – yeah. He's been wearing a lot of hats. He's been wearing the hat of a hat maker, you, you, the hat of a you, hat, yeah, the, hat distributor. <laughs> he's been wearing the hat of a – of a retired person, a Bitcoin retired person. I, I once, He's been wearing the hat of I a Canadian. I heard you refer to him as the Saint Paul of, of, exactly. uh, of the hat yes, gospel. Yes, he absolutely is. Because Saint Paul, as you know, <laughs> Christianity was like created or what have you, and then it was like dying out, and then Saint Paul went all around and spread it far and wide, spread the gospel. Well, he was he was a prolific man. He was and like uh, he was like the Genghis Khan of he, like, well, yes. uh, scripture spreading. And that's when I see when I imagine Genghis Khan on uh, with horse archers just. Destroying an entire village and raping everyone there—that's kind of the same feeling. He I really get. did. Like he really raped everyone. Yeah. That's well. That's the feeling. Everyone. That's how I feel about Samson Mao on Twitter. I feel like he just shows up. Honestly, like honestly, like, I, I feel like I should be mad about the Genghis Khan rape situation. But like, I, when I think about it, I think he thought like honestly, it must have been a different time. Like he must have really thought it was his duty, because like there's no way a man rapes that many people, and is is like, you know, standing still. Well, I mean, here's the. Th- I'm not sure that because there were the all. Where are all these eras, right? So there's like the era of the internet, these media eras, internet, television, the printed word, and then like there's like an oral tradition era, right. and like I just don't know how. I'm just imagine how dumb like you and your friends were in high school. Like that's how smart I think. Everyone at ever at least as dumb as I am now. <laughs> I I just think like if you don't have stuff like books. Or anything else? Like I'm just—I'm not sure how much further. You're just a, you're a monkey. I'm you're sure, a like, how, monkey. how much further do you actually get? You know, like so. Uh, maybe Genghis Khan was just like hanging out with his bros, and he's just like, oh yeah, let's go over there and like rape some more women or whatever, and that's the end of that. Uh, yeah. That's the end of that thought. You're like the Milo. You're like the Milo Yiannopoulos of Yale. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe I just—I'm just saying that maybe Genghis Khan like didn't get. Maybe no one gave anything any thought because that was what like fourteen or what was that like twelve hundred. There's something? like people were like, oh, I guess we go conquer things now. Like you, yeah. like you think maybe he like accidentally amassed an army and accidentally conquered like everything. Well, he, there's a quote that's attributed to him. I don't know if it's true or not. His brother. Bar <laughs> yeah, that was the most famous one, but only slightly less well known is the one where his brother says something about falconry being like the greatest pleasure or something, the greatest pastime. And they, you, well, know, you know they still do that in Mongolia, by the way. If you go like you can watch falconry videos they do it in, in the, like you can Mon- watch it in the United States. They do it in like Texas well, or something. Yeah, but it's not as awesome as like a Mongolian. <laughs> anyway, so the point is that his someone says like that that's the life's greatest pleasure, and then he just says he looks at the guy and he just says no. The greatest pleasure is going into a village and like killing everyone and defeating all the warriors and then killing all the children and then raping raping all the women. <laughs> he says something like that. So maybe huh. it's just something he liked to do, you know? It's just like had, he had a lot of fun. So wait, I wait, think wait. that he's like a he kind of like a that, hobby. He thought that was more fun than falconry. Yeah, I know it's a shocker. Uh, I. Well, who could deny the 
I mean, what's more fun than just throwing a bird and then having it return to you? It's like, like a wolf. Like, no, no. Fal- these falcons, you watch them online, big, they don't yeah. return like little like b- like bugs. They they, yeah. they return like a wolf. Yeah, there's it's uh, some... like they they lift like wolves back to you. That's yeah. amazing. But anyhow, back to Samson Mao, who he's not raping and pillaging, although he he might be. He's well, he's like a meme. He's like a meme, you know, rapist or of some he's kind. A, I'm not yeah, sure. a meme rapist. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's very good. He's like he is like the Genghis Khan, though, of Twitter. Well, yeah, he really is. Of so, like, you're, you're telling me, like, you, you think that like this? You, you're wondering what he's doing for Blockstream. That would right. That's what I mean. So this is what I mean is that I'm not. So there's, I'm not sure like what Blockstream is doing, and they, you know, if you push this thread too far of like the we can't do anything wrong, it will explode. So I don't know like what. If this is, uh, are they going too far with this? Because this does seem like totally superfluous and almost like. You, you think and, that they maybe? You think they maybe hired him just to like keep him on their side and like do other things? Well, or what, what, like, just what do you to think? like rub it in everyone's face about like this is what we think. We've got a lot of money. We've got a lot of money, and Samson Mao has been making fun of everyone, and we're just like we'll hire him now, like, <laughs> it's just, and now he's going to be bothering you twenty four seven if you ever, like. Whatever, if you bother us about Segwit or something, he'll make memes about you. <laughs> I would like that. I like I like the idea of a company hiring someone to like make rare pepes of people. Well, that's I mean we're in we're in that uncharted territory right now. That's where we are. We're in like the this is this is Bitcoin. That's how I feel about this. Like honestly, like if 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 that is his job, I kudos to Adam back on the team. But that's what I'm saying. I don't get it, but I think it is definitely I, hilarious. I do. I really like that idea. I really think that like here's the thing. I don't know that I knew that memes had value until Rare Pepe, and now I see it, and I know they have value. Yeah, well, it's like it's, well, it's, the, it's the natural of spells of Genesis and and baseball. It really cards. is. It's the natural yeah. extension. And, you have, and garbage pail kids. You have to understand that like if memes have value, then like it, there's got to be value to hiring a guy to just make memes all day. I agree. It's like it's it, it, they're putting their money where their mouth is. It's like when I was younger and I had a business and I had business partners who told me that the secret existed and it was a great idea. You know the secret, the law of attraction? Yes. So I suggested to them, I was like, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but I, I'm very happy to entertain this as an idea. So why don't we like hire a bunch of people to just think happy thoughts about us? <laughs> that's great. What did they say? Did they say anything? Yeah. They just like, yeah, they told me that that would be a really good idea, but the people would have to be so aligned with us in order to make uh, that work. You do, well, how do you know what they're really thinking? Maybe they're secretly... That's what I said. They're only exactly. thinking good thoughts about themselves. You're paying them to so think I, I, for you, but I put it into I put it into an EMH framework, and I said, you know what? Like, Here's the thing. I think we can assume that that they're probably not thinking bad thoughts about us, right? I don't know. Maybe we can. Maybe we can't. I mean... I guess well, we I think can. we can assume that. Like we're you we're could, paying them to sit well, and think you, happy you could thoughts. Pay them so in they like, can't think pay bad them in thoughts. Stock about options or something. You know what I mean? Well, it, it, see, that's that's a great idea. There we can incentivize them to think happy thoughts. More than that, though, uh, Paul's is I was just thinking we could mitigate our risk by like by hiring tons and tons and tons of them. Because here's the thing with the secret: the more we have, the more we make. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess right. So you know. So I'm I was sure right. So I was I was I was saying like let's go get a leveraged loan. In <laughs> fact, like let's go like. If we, I, I don't know, I don't even know if that's a thing, but like we should like, we should take out like 4 trillion percent of what like the company's value is, which right now was nothing. But like at the time was maybe like I, as high as like ten or $15,000. So like we could like take out like $15 trillion. We could hire a bunch of Chinese women to think happy thoughts about us. Cause like you want to outsource this, right? Cause like you want to, you want to get as many as you can. Well, whoever the cheapest, and, like, whoever I the can't cheapest think- thinkers are. 
whoever the cheapest thinkers are. Right. Like exactly. Maybe, maybe Filipinos. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. So like you, you hire whoever the cheapest thinkers are. You have them sit in a warehouse and you just they think happy thoughts about you all day. Do you like hire people to like uh, like a Christmas Carol for them or like paint beautiful paintings for them like so that they can like, right. be happier? Yeah. Is it like you have like yeah, a spe- specialization of labor, like to get them right. very happy? So, well, I like that. I think that there are, there are people that should be like professional friends. There, they, they really should. Well, there's like rent a friend. Did you saw what we saw right. Ricardo? That, like, the girl, in Italy. the girlfriend experience. Yes. Well, for like platonic, we had like <laughs> rented rented this random friend, and then we were taking them around talking, talking our, about Bitcoin stuff. Wait, Fluffy Pony did yes. this? Yes, this is a hundred percent real story. And, and so the person was obligated to find it, like find it interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, she took notes during. We had like a meeting. We had like a super secret meeting. It wasn't like that secret, but it was like you know, like investments and stuff were well, discussed. When it's when it's, it's rent a friend, she, she spelled everything. You can do anything you want. She spelled everything wrong. It was hilarious. Monero, Bitcoin. <laughs> she spelled it all wrong. It was very funny. 100%. Well, she's a rent a friend. She has to be like extremely. She probably has a notebook, a new notebook for every single like person that rents her. Rentafriend.com. It's a thing. You heard it's, you it's heard, not really a thing. You heard it here first. Do you have an affiliate code <laughs> you, you want to like pump? You heard it here, five uh, hundredth. Well, I'm feeling bad here that like Ricardo feels like that he needs to exploit like women like that. Well, he, he was, has a wife. It's a totally. Yeah, he does. He definitely does. But he was like, I think, well, I'm not sure, like, it was like a tour guide type Holy thing. shit, rentafriend.com does exist. Yeah, no, I, this is a 100% legit story. I, 100%. Holy shit. Ask, ask. I'm going to, like, one sec. <laughs> I'm putting in my zip code. <laughs> There's no way, there is no way that this is, like, a thing. I think it's just not. Holy it's fuck, not, there are people right here. <laughs> I think. I'm going to have dinner with Paul. Oh, my God. Or Zesh. Or maybe Mandy. What the hell is this? This is amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. There's someone on, on this that I know. No, you... She's definitely not. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, this is a problem. I, I did not know this was a thing. This is amazing. Well, this, this is the thing. This is the thing. The thing this is the secret. You thought, you thought this. You thought it up just moments ago. Remember, yeah. you thought that there should be professional friends, and now you, yeah. you attracted that. To the show. Specialization of labor is real. You attracted that. You used this. Yeah. Uh, ensure the future. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that was a terrible business. Anyhow, you, see, you saw, moving on from Samson Mao, yes. uh, the man who gets real strong if you cut his hair. Um, you... You read the Warren Buffett article oh, so that, I, that I tweeted out this it's week. It's the ultimate, you, you, like... I'm sure you've already known about that, right? Well, I I kind of, like... I don't think I'd, like, read that before. Well, I... You know, Warren Buffett does really? so many things. But that was... The the great thing about that one is it's got, like, all the points right in there. You know? It's just it's, got, it's got all, all the of points. It's, it's, it's the anarcho-millinerist speech, I think. Well, it's very, like, EMH, and it's very... But it's got, like... He's got the interest rate stuff, and he's got, like, the value of the investment cannot exceed, like... Actual earnings, but like that's something that lots of people don't know. So, like, but he's got just like all the stuff in there, like in order, and it's it's just crystal clear. It's a, just a really great it's just speech. an incredible like. Well, yeah. but there's there's other stuff too. Like, I, I think honestly, like I have a very different view. If I'd listened to that speech five years ago, it'd mean something very different to me than it does now. Nowadays, when I think of the world, I think of like this giant value capturing trash can. And and like I don't know like I I, like I don't a, know why like I never really saw it this way like a Roomba in the universe right I, I never I never would have like thought of it this way but like 
the reality, like, I, I think that I thought that people could create businesses that, like, created value, that every business you made created value, and it was just, like, amazing and wonderful. But the reality is, I look at it now, and I see, like, Uber. What is, I don't know that Uber creates any value. Well, it definitely does. They, what they're do you mean just, by that? They're, they're taking value from, from taxis. Right, they're, they're oh, just well, the people that would have spent money on taxi previously are now doing Uber. Uber might be nominally more efficient, but the ways in which it's more efficient, like taxi, probably would have implemented like an app. Well, uh, yeah, I think you're right to say that there's stuff that's only the marginal improvement counts. So, like, if you want right. to go to medical school and become a doctor to help people, that's foolish because the number of slots in medical school is capped by the AMA, so you'll just displace someone else who would have been a doctor, Correct. and you'd have to hope that you'd be a right. better doctor than them, which you probably aren't. <laughs> so, like, so that so you have to keep track of that type of thing. But Uber is better. I mean, it's more convenient to use Uber than a taxi, and it's cheaper, so it's better for the consumer. That will have to, but that that will have to stop, though, Paul. I'm not sure that it will because. The the taxis had the medallion monopoly. Well, Paul, that was here, the here's the thing. Yeah, but here's the thing with taxis. As a result of the medallion and like basically basement floor pricing, you end up with this like weird phenomenon where you end up with taxi drivers who are willing very much to drive at low times as well as high times. So you don't have a shortage of cabs ever. No, but this another thing is they they line up the resources better with Uber because you can have your own car that you use for your own stuff and then you use it. If there's a surge or whenever you feel it's convenient for you, so they do have so a more you, efficient. So what do you do? What do you do when like four people in a city are looking for cabs? What do you mean? Like I don't four? know, 10 a.m. in the morning. Like there, there are times, just really low times. But that's no, but that's the waste of that Uber doesn't have because you people can react and and downgrade and not use the. The taxi cars are—they're all painted yellow or whatever, and they've got the special interior. They—they've been specialized. They've been over-specialized to this task that they – we don't – the universe doesn't need them to be the, – we don't need a lot of weird taxis that have like a glass I don't thing. need you to be that special. <laughs> we just need normal cars that we can just reuse. You see what I mean? they got to go right. park I mean, all these somewhere. they got to park these and then the taxi driver drives their own car home. It's, it's, a, re, it's a waste. So there is efficiency uh, there. Your question about the marginal – what should the marginal cost of like being driven – X miles by someone, shouldn't that converge? I don't know because I think that's a function of all the cost of the inputs, which would go down under Uber. So I think would, right. I mean, I would honestly, Paul. The the only way that I would see Uber actually making a difference would be like if you're picking like basically hitchhiker app, where like you had people just kind of automatically going that way, and then you would share costs. Well, they for have the, the ride. Uber pool. They have that. So that's certainly a way. Yeah. So that that to me, the Uber pool stuff actually seems like an efficiency. Yeah. But even it's just – see, because the ultimate arbiter is the, the consumer. So this is kind of the, a lot of what Warren Buffett's point about like the airplanes where our lives all got better. It was a bad investment. Right. But it was valuable. Right. Well, the, yeah. again, the, the, the benefit is only marginal. Like it, you, you can only gain on the marginal benefit. Like that is it. Well, the producer side. This, the consumer gains tremendously. Oh, absolutely. So Uber adds a lot of value to me because now I – it's like I don't know what the taxi cab's number is. And in the past, I actually – I don't know if this has happened to you or like where you've lived or something. But when I used to live like in Cleveland and you could actually call on the phone for a taxi and then they like wouldn't show up for like 40 minutes or like at all. And then like it would just oh, like that, – that's Florida. That's Florida 100%. And that was like – you know, that would like really like ruin your – just like travel plans Sex or your life. like everything. Yeah, yeah, lots of things. And – 
Uh, that's kind of annoying. But Uber, like, you know, they just, you know exactly where the car is. It always shows up, like, within, like, five to ten minutes, like, at most. And yeah, I will say I am I am amazed by it. But, but again, like, you're, you have people who are literally specializing in Uber. I don't, I think that trend has to go away. Oh, well, yeah, you guys have talked about this before, like the college student who's like a lot of fun driving the Uber. Yeah, it can't, it can't well, happen. They, yeah. like they're, they're, they're paying their car bills like zero. Like it, it costs the same amount to drive as it does to like maintain the car. Well, you know, there is actually this kind of like, a, I don't want to say scam, but there is like, you know, the uh, car financing thing that they do. Oh, they certainly that? do that. Yeah. yeah, Uber will finance it for high rates. Yeah, so they're like, for the audience who's not aware, they will like kind of let the driver like, buy a car they really can't afford on their future Uber earnings or something and that then they're kind of like enslaved to Uber but it's like they have a nicer car some people are into that kind of thing uh, but that's kind of weird it's kind of a weird thing but yeah you're right so like um, but it will just be specialized to whoever it will be a new specialization right it won't be people who don't care about their time it will be people who, who don't care about their time at certain times so maybe someone who works odd hours, but they just need a little bit of extra money on the side. So it'll be different types of people, but I don't think it'll... You, I think in the past you guys have claimed that it must regress to, like, the guy well, from... Well, I don't know about you guys. Like, that, that's certainly my claim. I don't know if Chris agrees with that. I, I think that that's exactly what has to happen. It has to no, regress to a worse experience in taxi. It could be a different taxi. person because it's... No, I don't think so. Well, first of all, there's, like, the black car, and there's the other stuff. There's the, more gradations... So maybe Uber, the super cheap Uber, would still have, like, strange taxi drivers. But even then, uh, you there's the doors open for some, you know, just, like, random people to join briefly. It's what you might call a contested market or something, where, like, some guy only shows up and he supplies, like, three hours of driving a week. And that could be a different type of person than the person here's who my Here's my real question for you, Paul. How is Uber's losing a shit ton of money? All right. Yeah, I don't know if it is or not, but let's it, say it is. It is. They've, they've, they're losing like a billion dollars a quarter, maybe more. It's just an enormous amount. So, like, if that's the case, aren't they undercharging for rides? Yeah, that that is absolutely the how I would. So here's my question: How is this any different? How is it any different if I go to a venture capital firm or any other place and say I would like to start a cab company? The main feature of which would be an app that allows you to order a car right now, which, you know, taxi could build tomorrow. Um, but the other feature is it's going to be cheaper than cabs. And when they ask how I'm going to make it cheaper than cabs, the answer will be it's just going to be cheaper than cabs, right? Um, how is that any different than going to a venture capitalist and saying, I would like to start a grocery store? The main feature of which is that it's going to be cheaper yeah, than other grocery cheaper. stores. Uh, right. So I agree. What? But there is one difference is that there's more network effects with apps because onboarding the customers to the grocery store will well, have I'll like an Apple make a, I'll make a fucking grocery store for my app or an app for my grocery store. Yeah, but getting the stuff, getting the, what Uber buys and sells really is the information and coordinating all the people who use the software. So there is a, a return, there's an economy of scale in getting more people to use the app that is not present for the store because you can only ship so much stuff to this the store and get it, um, out to people at a certain scale. So, but I do agree with you that Silicon Valley just kind of takes this. That's not legit true, though, Paul. Theme. Like, if every single person in your city used the grocery app, then you could you could roll one truck and it'd be highly efficient. 
Um, well, I think now you're describing a completely different thing that might actually be cheaper, well, I'm, hypothetically. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you're, like, you're, you're exactly. Describing, like, you're I'm, describing, I'm like, like, Peapod now. You're saying it's not a... Sure. So it's, but it's different well, now. Well, those keep going out of business. Yeah, but what you were saying in your example was this is going to be just like a grocery store but cheaper, but now you're saying it's not like a grocery store. It's like a different thing. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Well, you're 100% right. Yeah. You, you called me on that. So like, but here's, but my, my point being that like, it, like what is what is the real advantage here? Because like well, all I, think, I see so with I like an pitch, Uber. The pitch is like, we'll get so many, we'll make it up on volume. <laughs> it's a business school joke. You know that like joke where we lose money but on every. You can't make it. You right, lose you lose money, money on everything and make it up on volume. Make it up on volume. But like, so like, that's but that is what that that there'll be returns to scale and but, eventually. So that's the what I'll that's what I'll say about my that's what I'll say about my grocery store. Like there how are, do you how are, do you make money on well, there on are, selling uh, on selling carrots that are too cheap? I mean, there are the switching I'll, I'll switching sell a million carrots. There are switching costs and there are like it's not true that people will abandon Uber like the moment the prices go up a little bit. So people get like invested in something. So there's something to it there where you get these people to adopt and then you slowly move the prices up you know you kind of you you kind of box out the competition is this like, is this like the endowment effect kind of thing yeah it's stuff like that where there's like it exploits the barriers to entry assumption and that there's like in econ there's this assumption that anyone will just show up and start competing as soon as it's profitable but in the real world it's not doesn't work like that at all so what people do is they try to Lower the price. Well, push it, out all it, the it does. It does. It does. In fact, it does. In fact, work like that. Just like not yeah, all those companies slower. are successful. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the funny thing is over the over the in the long run equilibrium, it it all does work that like that, which is the EMH yeah. point. But in the yeah. short run, it it does not because it people people uh, don't honestly, really buy. Like, they they go around. They have, people have like their favorite. They have like their favorite Indian restaurant or their favorite like whatever. They have their habits. And right. they don't. Those there's a lot of friction on changing those. People don't, and then people feel right. betrayed if someone raises their prices or something. They're like, "How dare you?" So you do that like How one. How dare you? That's my price. Right. You do that's that. That's my price. Like one time, and then you don't like you don't like this this kind of fake world of like the neoclassical economics where the prices are this you know Leon Walras matrix that keep adjusting every moment of every day and that clears the market all the time. It's like. So, so anyhow, the, the point is the point is the Buffett the Buffett speech is, is phenomenal. Like if you it's if you really haven't good. read it, you yeah. gotta go read it. It's read a it. little it's 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 absolutely incredible. It's from a 1999 Sun Valley. Um, Harper Allen is that is that who it was? Uh, Harper Allen ran those meetings, runs those meetings, um, and and Buffett generally speaks at them like every year. It's really good. This is just a lot of great points on. I mean, the airline example is really great. Where it's something that was invented and improved lives and it, and, and it did add a lot of value to each individual live life and because you now have the option to take an airplane if you want to do that and it also added all this other stuff like you get like same day shipping of all these things so it added a lot of stuff but it wasn't stuff that you could earn as an investor and that is a crucial um, well that's not entirely true it was it was stuff but it was like over time and like again the overnight shipping that was absolutely something you could earn like you look at it with Amazon right well, that, they, that's a huge boon for us. They like can, we all earn the benefits and, of that. Right. Well, Amazon may have more sales. Well, see, that's the point about owning like the S and P five hundred versus owning into, like an individual right, you airline. You own the pool of value. Yeah. Right. So that's so that's like because a really like, again, thing. I, again with the yeah. Uber example. So now Uber is like doing this like uh, like restaurant delivery service, right? Yeah, Uber so they're taking value from like multiple like places now. So see, that's the funny thing is like that is the that's the situation where. You would want to own 
the whatever the equivalent. I don't know what the analogy would be, but you'd run on the S and P 500. You'd run it because you might you would own a little bit of each of these restaurants, and then as a result well, of also, Uber being invented, right. they might get more sales, and then you would, right. you as an investor would earn off of that, but you wouldn't earn as an Uber investor, or maybe you would well, because they can compete with right. Lyft. So that's but it, he just like he really we would not really be doing it justice. I mean, we'd have to just like repeat it word for word. He does a great job of just saying like. He has the two those two time periods which are just perfect, and then he has here's this he's, the part about interest rates is just like very clear. But that's a really complicated thing to explain sometimes. And it's just uh, like, right. Yeah. I mean, like the interest. Well, I mean, that I mean, the, the, how it starts from nineteen uh, what is it nineteen sixty five or whatever to nineteen eighty two, basically a, a seventeen year period. Yeah, I think it one. Yeah, it was seventies, and then it was seventeen years before and seventeen years after. Seventeen years after seventy five, and then seventy years so, after so that. So, the, like the lost, the lost seventeen years were like uh, twenty five cents is returned by the market over time, and like that's uh, like. And then uh, what, what does he say that like I, seventeen years? Before I'm not that, entirely. Right? So right, and then after that, basically in the eighties, it recovers under Volcker. One really interesting thing is that I think everyone who's interested. In economics or markets, should look at is this the just the tr the the chart of interest rates over time, and you see there's like this weird mountain where basically they just shot up in like the 70s and early 80s, and then they just like go down, and then they go down to zero. And uh, there's well, there's that important point that he makes, and, and I've I've heard this a number of times, and it is an astounding fact that uh, that bonds in the 80s, uh, if if you'd re if you'd if you'd reinvested your money. Uh, again and again and again after buying bonds, I think from like 1982 on, uh, you would have earned 13%. Yeah, right. So what, I think what's, what's really funny about that is that people today who are maybe like 23 or younger or maybe even 24 or younger, I'm not sure, uh, maybe I think like 23 or 22, those people have never like been alive to see actual interest rates, right? They don't know about like putting your money in a bank and long like, gas, and, like, long gas lines and no, like, I'm not talking about ass, that. I'm just like, talking about like buying a CD or putting by opening a savings account and having them like, like compete. Like I remember, you could buy like a CD that would pay six percent or something. That's right. Do you remember that? Like you, any normal. Yeah, well, I remember that. Like at, at banks, every single prize you like you do a coloring contest every year, and every year they would they would pick a winner and give you like a savings bond. And you could these you could you could no you could just open up a savings account and you could put money in there and it would earn like five percent. Oh, of course. Like when five I was, I mean, percent. Just back in two in, in two thousand four, PayPal had a money market account that you could throw your money into, and it was like four point six percent back then. Yeah, money market. So it was like you know like yeah. we're just talking like normal like checking stuff here. That's oh like yeah, very that was normal. that was late. That and was that's like two thousand four. Like, that's like for free. That's like not an investment. You know, that's right. just like your money in the bank. And someone today who is, you know, I'm just saying like 23 or 22 years old, they have absolutely like no idea that that even happened as far as they're aware that it like doesn't happen. And it's like right. weird that interacts with Bitcoin in kind of a funny way because I mean, I oh, think that's the be, other thing. That's the other thing, Paul. Back to the Ethereum discussion yeah. real quick. A lot of the people getting into Ethereum yeah. are these like snowflake little children who've never had anything but the Internet. They don't remember a world when this didn't exist. So when they come and tell me about like Ethereum and all the amazing things that it's going to do, I'm just kind of sitting there like you, you, you have a very skewed perspective on this, which is interesting because like that that must be what my parents felt when I was 16. Well, they might say the same. They might say like you know you're too old to understand like Ethereum. Because, I'm sure they will. <laughs> or whatever. I mean, people ask me about like what is. So I was literally having dinner with my family. We were having like a birthday dinner. 
not my birthday, but a different family member, and we were like out to eat at this restaurant, and people asked me like, "What is blockchain?" You know, "What is blockchain?" Right. And I was like, "You know, I don't know." I said it was like a chain of blocks, and I said like all this other stupid crap that I say. But I was, but eventually I was just kind of like, I don't want to talk about this, but I didn't say that, of course. So I said something like, "Well, you know, if people asked about like what the internet was in the '90s, it would be like hard to explain, but." It'll be important eventually. <laughs> so that's right. like what I said. <laughs> but I don't know like if I could have done better or what I was supposed to say. But like that's like so I kind of what I wanted to where I was trying to sketch out was something like, you know, you're you're too old or you're too whatever, you know. You well, I am. you're too out of touch to like understand these this thing. It's the next big thing, but you don't understand it because you can't. One hundred percent true. And and that's a funny thing, is like like they're like that's where that's where I feel like I am, even though literally these these people are like five years and seven years younger than me. Well, I mean I don't know. I mean like I don't know how to explain it to I don't know what do we say to these people who ask about these questions. There's no easy there's no easy answer. I, that's why I think the smart thing to do is just build the whatever the thing is and um, Right. So uh, we could talk about Drive Chain, or we could talk about nothing, because like I don't know. Well, what I would like to. Do. I would like to. You have a little announcement about Drive Chain, so we've, we've kind of saved this for the ending. We didn't even tease it at the beginning, so like if you've made it this far, I feel bad for you. But like you're gonna yes. you're gonna get a little treat here, Paul. What is going on with Drive Chain? It's almost finished. I'm so excited. It's like really, really close to being finished. And I know that people Yay. say that people say that all the time, but I mean it this time. This is a you know, people say that everything's two weeks away or something, but we have like a giant list of things and we actually kind of basically finished it in January, but we had to add some stuff and whatever. So that's almost done. And so it's great. And I mean, it's like, it's weird because it's very surreal because I feel like this project will be like the death of the altcoins and of the scaling debate. And it's just like, <laughs> I just, but like, there's no, I never really talk about this thing. And even now we're talking about it in this horrible show that like, hopefully no one will even bother listening to well, it. it. Certainly it, it not. Happen, this, it's the first, this is the, is this the first place you've announced this? Well, I don't know. I mean, I have drivechain.info where I just put all this stuff and I don't know if it's, well, I know that, but have you told anyone else that it's almost done? Cause like, I feel like that's important. Not really. I mean, I don't know. I tell, I guess no. I, I, I have a weird reaction to this because I don't like there to talk go. about Justice any of this. world breaking exclusive news. <laughs> we have to do, it's like a, a telegram or like whatever, like daily bugle. Like that's what I was thinking. Right. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, I don't, man. I don't. I don't like to talk about any of this work because all the people who talk about it are like, like you know, losers and like crazy scammer people. And I just like I don't want to talk about any of this stuff. But I feel like this is like a way more important project that's like actually finished soon. And I don't. I feel like this could be a salient because that's the thing I was talking about before with Ethereum, where like there's no there's no like short refutation, you know, where you just say like. Yeah, that's stupid. But now you'll be able to say, well, we'll just make it into a side chain or whatever, and then it'll be the end of the conversation. Right. I mean, Paul, what if what, it, it could become a joke, though? What could become a joke? <laughs> well, I just like, well, I'll just make it a side chain. Yeah, like make everything. Yeah. Put it on drive chain. I like that idea, you know, like I, I like that it exists for the purpose of like pointing people to it. So oh, yeah, like a, it. the meme. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a information conveyor that's just like only okay so here's, here's the thing paul you after this now now when are you going to launch uh truth the the truth coin the uh, stupid bullshit that you're into oh my god super important most important project ever 
life it's world the changing least project. important project I, it's it's such it's so dumb but like like i'll let yeah. you talk about it because like you like that well maybe we should talk about it maybe we should have it i mean i'm happy to talk about it so i'm not sure you when want to have like a debate i would like that okay when are we doing that now or what are we doing <laughs> Yeah, we're having a debate right now. All right, now. okay. Like, no, I, like, I, honestly, like, I think everyone knows that like, I, I don't really think that these things are that useful. Um, I think they suffer from like essentially market, uh, shallow marketness, and uh, and I think you disagree. Well, so did Bitcoin at first, right? Well, Bitcoin's still a shallow market. It still suffers from that. But like these, these in particular, because every single market needs like enough liquidity to like actually, you know, bear fruit. Well, there's a there's a little thing, a scoring rule for that. So you don't actually need a counterparty. Each individual person can update the market to a new state. And there's a lot of sure. That's like, true. stuff for that. So it's true that the more counterparties, the more money you can actually transact. And so you want there to be more, but it's not like the market, the market won't like stall out and just die at zero liquidity. It always has to have a little bit of liquidity the way these are. Designed. I would like to know, how does Truthcoin do oracles, by the way? Well, it's a little complicated, but basically I have multiple people report on many things, and then they cross-reference them against each other, and they do this very infrequently, so only like once every few months or so. And then... Uh, Just purpose so very, Uh Yeah, there is, a, there is a something like that where people own, they're like half-owners of this sort of like owner-operators of a kind of like what you might call metaphor corporation of some kind that only exists to it's kind of a proof of stake thing basically but that's could I, could I within, make like a meta could I make a meta bet Paul wherein like I bet that a bet will resolve incorrectly uh, I so I, there are and an attack and attack your bet uh, I have like there's like a rule against that I don't think I haven't actually it's impossible to prove I think but I think if I think it would be fine but I got so confused by the math that I just said no those aren't allowed and if anyone puts those in you have to resolve there's like a null answer that says like this question was too hard to answer and if you don't follow the rules you have to put that one so in theory that is not allowed but in practice couldn't you just do couldn't you just do like a multi-sig where like you give a trusted third party like uh you could, the ability you, to distribute yes. all of these funds that are held in like a bitcoin wallet? you could but you have no idea what the that's a kind of a chicken and egg problem with the oracle where because you have no idea how that multi-sig party is going to be honest or not so okay i mean like i'm, I'm just saying like couldn't i just bribe all of the multi-signer like the all entire, of those people no that's the point of the so there's the second asset and there's that it's unfortunate because every scam has like its own token and i did this long before any of those scams existed but this right if you had, second, if what's unfortunate is that you didn't do your ico yet. i know right big mistake i'll get right on that um, the uh, so there's a second type of asset which is like this, um, which is like these shares of this metaphorical proof of stake corporation thing, and the point of that is that you, there's no reason to bribe them because you can just buy shares of the corporation yourself and then you could just own it. Wouldn't you just do both? You you well the the point is that the you do whichever is cheaper. You say I'll buy 51% of this corporation. Or I'll just bribe some of the. I'm I'm not sure exactly how you would bribe the oracles. Actually, I think it would always be better to just buy up the shares. So I'm not sure how you would actually bribe them because you you can't 
you can pay them. It's kind of just, I think it's just cleaner if you just buy it. Because they wouldn't take the bribe unless the value, the marginal value is like more than the shares and they would be able to sell or otherwise earn or something. So you can like bribe them and then they can sell the shares to someone else who's not being bribed. Or you can bribe them for the duration of their report, in which case you kind of basically, in some sense, you bought the shares and then sold them back to them. So hmm. I don't think that... Uh, but I agree. But it's the same. What I'm saying is, it's the same thing. It's just buying up the shares, so you can buy up the shares, and the shares will, of course, have no value after you torpedo them. But and, and can you explain to me, like, why why is why is a side chain not a free lunch? Because it, it seems like the security of side chains is 100% a free lunch, considering that you can mine just both chains at the same time. Okay. Well, this is a do- totally different question, but the oh, of course t- it is talking about mine merge mining is that. Uh, well, um, so the what the miner gets by they get transaction fees, and so there's no technical requirement for them to be honest, but there's no technical cost for them to be on it marginally honest or dishonest in a technical sense because they're just it's all rolling up to one hash, so it's like an extension block where they're just including okay. some little hash that says some other thing. So of course there is a cost in the extra bandwidth and processing and the extra software that someone needs to write and maintain and stuff like that but there's not like it's not just to say they have to do more hashes or something if they want to mine the extension block it's just like if they included some weird transaction and I could ask you something like it's a free lunch to include my Bitcoin transaction right because blah 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 but you would not agree to that and so this so there's no technical cost uh, to being honest the only cost is that they can be dishonest and steal all the money in the side chain. And the question is, why would they do that? And the answer is that by there's rules on how they steal money from the side chain, which is that the side chain money is like in a big box somewhere, and the box can only be opened infrequently. So it can only be opened like once every several months. And before it's opened, it has to leave a little note on it that says exactly where all the money is going. And so there's plenty of time to react if the note isn't... Because if the software is all left to run automatically, it will generate the right note and put it on the box and then open it later. But if there's, if someone wants to manually edit the note, that would be a clear attack, and then people would have a long time to respond or put a different note on because there's this long delay. So the theor- the thinking is... Since miners can already rewrite a chain for like three or four days, if they just deposit to an exchange, 51% can rewrite the chain for three or four days and steal from the exchange at any time. Since they don't do that, right. it's probably similar to a smaller amount of money over a longer period of time. So that's the thing. And, and you're saying that they would, it would they would do it three or four days like by mining basically secretly? If yeah, they if they wanted to do Well, we just know that it hasn't happened yet. No one has reorged for like three or four days. So however they do it. At least, that, at least, at least not that anyone has like noticed. Uh, well, yeah, not so far. So, <laughs> right. So we haven't noticed it I like it the idea yet. of that, by the way. I, I really Like this this whole like atomic swap thing on these exchanges, like it, it, it really amazes me because I would think that that would have happened on like smaller coins. Uh, yeah, atomic swaps are very cool. So the cool thing is you can atomic swap the, the between different members of the main chain and the different side chains so in that way you can transact really instantly and trustlessly as long as you have this thing backing it up somewhere this one-way uh, side to main transfer that's uh, one-to-one as long as you have that somewhere that some people can use you're kind of like everything is like everything works for you more or less perfectly you just need to have this one right. thing work which is why I make it so long many months 
because the important thing is just that it works. As long as it works, you can build this other stuff on top of it, lightning network through chains and, and other things like that, uh, the atomic swaps being a, an important one because you can just transfer between the main and side chain with whenever you want instantly. So that's pretty awesome. When I, when I hear us talking and then like, I, I'll play this later in front of people and I think it's like normal talk and I'll like watch my brother's face as he like listens to a show. I, I realize this is all fucking rocket science. It's pretty it cool. Is. Really? I mean, I'm really like, I'm kind of really <laughs> proud of it. We, it's amazing. I, we made like a lot of like changes to it. Some of which are kind of like boring and I don't really want to explain them, but like we've been working on it for a while and it's like, it's kind of pretty, it's pretty, I think it's pretty well, cool. Paul, what was the biggest? What was the biggest problem that you ran into in the creation of DriveChain? Mm, uh, well, I think surprising it, problem. Really, the literally the biggest. Do you want like the technical problem? I think literally the biggest problem was that people thought it was like too good to be true, even to this day, and they refused to like. Well, it still is. Yeah, and exactly. I still don't so, it. right. That's. I think that's the biggest problem. We're experiencing. I thought your biggest problem was yeah. that you wrote a four thousand page book to like. It was twenty six pages, and I was late for like. Uh, I missed a lot of stuff while I was editing it back in yeah. November. Yeah. So Bitcoin like takes over your life. It's but terrible. what was your like biggest virus. technical problem? Like what was the biggest technical problem? Not not like a social problem. Uh, biggest technical problem. Um, okay. Uh, this is funny. So what we wanted to do was there's all this money going from the main chain to the side chain at some point and those are transactions and then you got to get the money back. And so the thing is, you then, it's not that hard. You have the software just take all the deposits and add them up until you have enough money and then pay them out to the people who who want to get that money, right? So and so let's say like some guy deposits four, some guy deposits three, someone deposits one, someone deposits eight. And then someone wants to withdraw, two people want to withdraw five and two. So you got to add, what did I do, four and three? So you have, okay, you have just enough. So you take, you select four and you select three, and then you give five to one and two to the other, and then you wait and you vote on this one thing. So that ended up being like really weird because uh, there's no like guarantee that that transaction might be more than one megabyte in size, right? Like it, theoretically, someone could spam like a trillion that were like very small or like that wouldn't add up. So the appropriate way to actually do that was kind of bizarre. And so what we ended up doing was this really weird thing where each input, as long as the money's going up, you can spend it freely. And only if you withdraw do you have to go through the weird process. So what would actually happen is someone deposits four, then uh, that's actually not even right. So you create the side chain and you have like an input of zero. And then when the person deposits four, they select the input of zero. So then there's an output of four. And then the next person deposits three, they select the output of four. And now there's just one account that has seven. And it keeps rolling in a cumulative way. Yeah, well, there's a big accumulation. So instead of the UTXOs, see, since I figured that it would be round trip exactly the same cost, it wasn't so much like a how do we minimize, how do we maximize the efficiency. It was sort of like who should pay for this because it's going to be the same cost. So I was like, the person depositing, I'm going to make them pay for cleaning up the UTXO. And I can't make them clean up their own UTXO, but I just make everyone clean up the ones that was before them. So it's just one cost for everyone. Which is kind of weird, but that's like the best, the best way I thought of doing it. And so now, as a result, you have this one transaction that has all the money. But now you see we have a problem when we come back, which is that it definitely won't add up. So you have to have change, and you have to have transaction fees, and you have to have it 
roll into the new balance. And the really weird thing there is that we're going to be voting. It's very funny. You're going to be acting, you know, like acknowledging or upvoting or downvoting this thing uh, that's on the note to make sure that the note has been on the box for like six months. But you won't actually know exactly what the transaction is. So we had to like blind these parts of the transactions that we just like ignored and we replaced them with like a bunch of zeros or something. That You have to have this mask, you know what I mean, that you put over it. Because parts of it will be undefined. Because we won't know how much, we won't know the input. Do you know what I mean? Because you'll try to withdraw. So maybe you try to withdraw to like eight people and you've deposited like 50, there's 50 inputs that go in and then you get eight come out. But there's only one input that has the, all the 50 that have been going in because I've accumulated it into one thing. But while you're voting on this, someone might deposit more money to the side chain. So the input transaction ID like will, is constantly changing. So we had to like do right. some weird stuff with that. That was, so long story short, actually defining this transaction that is, was unexpectedly difficult. But now the way it works is that you can get even more throughput because since it's all in one input, you could theoretically have one or two or three people buy up everyone's sidechain coins. And then you could have a very small transaction that just is one input and like three outputs and that could withdraw all the money from the sidechain. And so as a result, the throughput is even is even faster. It's basically optimally fast. So even though it takes Amazing. six months, it you can get all the money out. So you never have to worry about kind of a, you always have this kind of option where there'll be a competitive market for people buying up this thing because it'll never be. Because yeah, you just want the lowest level to just work and then the higher stuff on top of it. Of course. Settles to that and that is, so we were able to get well, another I, I thing will say what you've got, what, what you've got going for you is that you, you didn't do any crowdfunding. Yeah, that's um, number one. You did another kind of scam where you went and got a job. Yeah. And then you, uh, you've, you've just, you've put an immense amount of thought into this. So like, uh, I don't know, we'll see. Yep, we will see. I'm skeptical of everything you do, Paul. Well, that, I mean, that's all my, so that's fine. <laughs> but skepticism is a virtue, so that's fine. It is annoying when, uh, like, some people just seem to, like, hate everything, and then they're indistinguishable from just, like, a giant piece of paper that says, this sucks, and then they have just as much, they have just as little thought as, like, a you know, like a Vinegupta type that thinks everything is great. It's sort of just, like, the exact same error. And this is great! Yeah. That's how I try to be. Yeah. That's definitely not how you try to be. <laughs> That's how I try to be. Everything is great. Everything is great. Yeah. Everything is great. Well, do you have a? Do you, we've we've gone for two hours. Oh my god. Here, which uh, makes it's honestly me, like not really that long by the traditional standards. I mean, it's kind of incredible. Isn't like, it? No, like it's, it's enough for got, like I mean, this is like the prelude. If you want, I'll go. I'll go another two it's like hours. The prelude to you, the first you give me act. A subject. Right. This is the we just finished the. I mean, this is this is. The, I mean, this. I can't believe we went two hours. What the hell? Um, I, I do got to say, Paul. Like, this is a this this is a, an incredible. I, I don't. It didn't feel like two hours. I yeah. didn't feel like two no, hours. It, it never does. Um, I, if you want, we can go another two hours. I know that I no, can do a four-hour show. I, I have my chloroseptic right here. Oh, okay. I've been spraying that in my mouth the whole time, mainly just because I like the flavor. What flavor do you have? Chloroseptic is always the same flavor. Always really? cherry. Really? In my world, I don't know I, if that's true yeah, or not. I was going to say, like, that sounds dubious. <laughs> it's well, it's a, you can be skeptical. It's only ever cherry. All right. Um, so, anyhow, so, like, uh, you, you had other things here on the list, uh, but, I you mean, know, like, stupid, maybe, I mean. maybe we save them for the next time you host. Okay. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you're, you're, you're the new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the de facto of 100%. I've I've co-hosted 100% of the show. You have more. You have more. Correct. You've co-hosted more of the show than anybody else in the history of 
whatever the fuck this is. I don't know what this. I didn't, I'm not sure what this is. And, and also, it's a little masturbatory. I have to say, you you came on the show to satiate your own uh, your own need for content. I did. I told. So, like, you, I told Josh that if he did not do this with me today, I would just lose my mind and then speak into the into a microphone for. Right, and I, I, I was like, well, I, I can't have him do that. And I thought it would be terrible. So, like, I came here. It's very masturbatory. Frankly, I came here to, to save you. It was. This, it already it is already masturbatory. Is. It's yeah. amazing. We've, yeah. We've. All right. So, right, so, so, Paul, since it's your show, do you, do you have anything you want to say to the fans? Anything you want to convey? Anything you want to say that, that you love them? Maybe. No, I. Maybe no, that you I don't love accept. them at all. Drive chain are and terrible. drive chain in ten days. They are terrible people. Drive chain in ten days. Oh my god. Uh, T minus ten. By the time I upload the show, it's going to be like three. Um, right. well, we'll see. Hopefully. You look. You look disappointed in me, Paul. Don't look, you know. But to T minus ten days for the right. moment of this recording. End um, of April. That's that's all you have, Paul. End of April. All right. Yeah. Co- we have a debate. Um, we have, to have a debate on later. We have to have a debate on. How awesome Hivemind is because it's so. Hivemind is going to be such a stupid project. As dumb as Drive Chain. Really, really awesome project. Most important thing since Bitcoin. Direct quote from Roger. You know the thing you got going for you there is that one of the more important and and uh, and really credible people in Bitcoin is behind it with you. Who's that? Andrew Posta. Roger. Roger (laughs) here. I got lots of quotes from different people. Well, Roger Veer, you got a lot of money from, didn't you? <laughs> I got, I got, I don't know about a lot, but he definitely did. I don't get, know, I just, uh, you know, like there's some, like he's, he's got a, he, he invested. He did. No, yeah, he believed in yeah. it and a lot of other people wouldn't. And people were like, you know, for regulatory reasons. And I was like, oh, okay. After, after, yeah. Now though, Paul, now that you've seen Roger work, now you've seen him in, in action. Do you think that's a vote of confidence from like a... You know, I think I, that's a really good question. I think we're not at, we shouldn't, the fact that we've gotten to the point where Roger Vera is going to choose like the technical team he wants, I think, I think like we've gotten, and even you could, you can draw like a parallelism. You could say like, should we, should we really have Greg Maxwell like being, doing a social media campaign on RBTC? Like they're both, right. there is kind of like a parallel error going on. Like the more stuff is broken than, um, the scaling debate has broken a lot of things. So I think Roger should not be making a lot of decisions that are like outside his area of specialization. And I feel the same way about. Well, I, I, you know what I gotta I, I gotta say this about Roger, and uh, I, I don't think he gets enough credit. Um, and this is not a joke, actually. Like it, it, even though I'd like it to be, the truth is that we wouldn't have the segwit discussions right now. We wouldn't have pushed through a lot of the scaling stuff as quickly if it weren't for the fact that Roger was attacking the chain. <laughs> what does that mean? Push through. Well, like Segwit was always Segwit was on the like on the roadmap, yeah. but it was kind of like on the back burner for like when we do a hard fork. Eventually, um, they, when when Luke really figured out how to like do it in a soft oh, yeah, fork, yeah, yeah. Um, it, I think it really it really opened up the discussion. And a lot of this was in response to Roger's attacks. Well, yeah, well, this isn't like a necessity it. is the mother of invention type thing. Right. I mean, Rogers attacks are the mother I think, of So there's a lot of stuff we could talk about this, which port. is that the, I think the scaling debate has it's long. The, the ship has sailed on anyone being able to even make any sense out of it because it is so political that it's really difficult for anyone to actually uh, understand anything it's about the sneeches, it. Sneeches, bro. What? It's the sneeches. What is that? I don't understand. You don't know the sneeches? The story is some of the sneeches and stars upon theirs. It's a Dr. Seuss book. Oh, uh, I don't know. I have to read that one. You, you need you need to read it. It's about the it's about the scaling debate. Oh okay, yeah, 
then I'll be it'll fine. See, the thing is, people, human beings, they take their politics very seriously. So now, even if, sure and do. I've done this experiment where I've intentionally said, like, I joined, like, it was a fake name. I have many, you know, I'm like you. I have a lot of fake names, so I can run these different experiments, fake accounts and stuff on Reddit, and I'll join the Slack <laughs> or whatever, and I'll say like a dumb thing, but that agrees with the dominant position. And everyone, of course, everyone endorses it, and then you say like. A smart thing and they'll disagree and then you can just swap it all day where you show up and you say something critical of the other side that's dumb but they eat it up and then it's like so it's I, I'm really I'm actually very concerned that it's it's gonna be impossible even if like Gavin Andreessen or Roger or something even if they tweet something that's true that will be like ignored by the different group and it's right. similarly we have a problem where if anyone well, makes my, a mistake, if anyone makes a mistake that's in like our Bitcoin or in the core Slack, the mistake will not be corrected. So we have kind of an anti anti science pro politics zone, and I'm looking well, forward to that's what to happens it. when politics enter enter the space. Unfortunately, yes, yes. And so I tried really hard, and I feel like a couple other people have tried, including Eric Lombroso and uh, Dr. Back, maybe, and some other people, uh, to try and keep it out as much as possible but we really did fail completely and it's it's now it's very everything is very polarized and you can't say a single thing without it being um dragged over to one side or another which is i think well, that's unfortunate the death of science. But they, you know we've all watched it well it's not the i mean it's it's what politics does yeah. this is where politics and like science emerge and it always gets shitty and weird yeah because like it, like it, there's no science there's no science in politics it's, it's, it's the, all politics rhetoric. is the death of science i think because it's loyalty to the yeah, I think so. loyalty to your friends over the truth, which is fine. But I mean, there's a time and place for that. Well, they're not even your friends. I know. Well, that's the sad thing is that a lot of these people like, well, yeah, it's weird. Like, there's a lot of just misery. It speaks to the mental health thing that we were talking about at the very beginning. Where I say scam, scamming, scamming happens between rule one and two. Yeah, yeah, it does. In the same way, <laughs> politics is the death of science. It's it's like it's kind of the same thing. Um, all right. Well, Paul, why don't you sign off and uh, oh God, yeah, you'll a, be on again, I'm sure, because off. like this was a. What do I do? Whatever, like this was. I don't know. This make is, something uh, up. Say like, go like, yo, yo. This is Paul Sports. Oh my coming God. at you. Well, that's what I was song. already gonna say, but I can't say it now. Well, you could say it. You could copy um, me. It's not chunking up the deuce of the south. No, I can't. Say Fuck that. you! That was what <laughs> I was gonna say. Well, uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna say. Paul, Paul Sports, Paul Sports, uh, throwing a throwing a football at you. Now. What are you, Sean Hannity? Does he do that? Fucking a. Yeah, dude, he throws a football. That's fu funny. So, you you knew that. I haven't seen. You know, Fox. We should we should we should have talked about uh, Bill O'Reilly being gone. Oh, we can do that. Yo, let's do that. Oh my okay. god. Uh, undo. Undo. Back. Delete. Okay. I, that's like the age uh, of television is like this is like the end of the age of television, right? This is that's it. It really is. It's well, it was a new age. Like Bill O'Reilly's gone. That was like ever since I don't know what 2003 is that like the number one cable number one. Uh, show. I, 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 Incredible. I can't imagine not. I mean, everyone, uh, people, my father used to watch. I'm trying every to figure day. out what this expose like. This expose would have blown over. Yeah, I feel like it was not a big deal, but I i mean, it's, it's, it's an illegal crime that is wrong, but I mean, I feel like, and I'm certainly not saying that anyone should be above the law, but I'm Are just saying... Are you saying that rape isn't a big deal? Because I feel like that's the second time you've said that in this episode. I, I disapprove. <laughs> no, I'm saying that it's not, I'm not saying that it's a, not a big deal. It is a big oh, deal, okay. and, and no one is above the law, but I'm surprised that that's the reason 
that I'm surprised that they well, wouldn't I just, like, like these have existed for I'm a while. Surprised they I would, pay I would them, think that they like, pay them off to to be quiet. That's what I would say. It's that like, has to be cheaper than twenty five million dollars that they're giving him just to go away. And, and, and in addition to that, like the cost of the advertisers that they could have just gotten back in like three yes. months when it was all blown over. That's what I think as well. So there is actually I actually know a little bit about this. You know, and I don't know how much I can uh, say, but I actually a lot of people in my family work in like. You know the media and other things like that, and my, my my presumption, by the way, is that Murdoch really just wants to run a cleaner channel, well, and, and largely because like his son hates Bill O'Reilly and hates the politics stuff. It is, it's stuff like that I think is related because I know like there was a lot of stuff about like if Roger Ailes leaves, everyone there can like quit and get a ton of money and follow him wherever he goes. But then he got into a lot of trouble. Roger Ailes got a lot of, into trouble with, like, you know, the, the ladies or whatever. And so I'm not exactly right. sure what sh- – there's a lot of stuff shifted, I think, in that in that coalition, like the Ailes – the Roger Ailes coalition. And I think it maybe we're just seeing it fall apart or something. I don't know. Well, as I understand it, uh, Murdoch really doesn't know what to do with the, the Fox News property. Uh, this, this is from That's what I've funny, heard. funny, right? Because he um, used it to get, like, three presidents elected, so now he doesn't know what to do with it. It's very interesting. Well, it's not just that. It's that he doesn't. He himself is not as conservative, I think, as a station. And his son apparently is like a very big liberal. <laughs> like not funny. not a big but liberal, like, yeah, but like, like enough really, to be really, annoyed by Fox News and kind of just want to just really to really fucking hate the conspiracies. He hates the conspiracies. He recognizes that they're conspiracies. He thinks it's a problem. So uh, so that's that's what's going on. I feel like in the Murdoch household and. Uh, and so they're they're kind of I think they've been at odds trying to figure out what to do. And I think Murdoch realizes that as he gets older, he's going to have to hand off this business to like his kid. Well, I mean, maybe not because <laughs> will just destroy Wait, who knows it. Who's going to be left? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll even be there. I mean, will we even have? I mean, I don't know. Like because now everyone's using the internet for a lot of stuff, so I, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, it's uh, it's it's really it's it's just uh, astonishing because he was right. like he was number number one and he was like it was always sure there was. and he did an hour a night five nights a week and he's like the radio factor he's just like such a big right. what, what tells what tells me and, and he was driving subscriptions for like cable news stuff yeah. I, honestly what what tells me. Uh, what it, what this tells me is that the, that they did not fire him for the purpose of like the sexual harassment. A, they fired yeah. him because they wanted to, and they were looking for an excuse. It was a pretext, as they say. Which is which, as we know, is a common thing to oh, do. Oh yeah, it's the, that's the human. That's the homo. It's the Bitcoin it's the, uncensored. It's the Homo sapiens mo <laughs> of the, the pretext. Of Any smart person would use a pretext for everything. You can't like. Right. You can't succeed in life. Without, you got to pick your pretext smart smartly yes. though. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, some of what, like Stephen Colbert said, it's like a tree growing in your front yard that's been there for like, since you were born and someone like chopped it down or something. But uh, what I wonder again is that I, if, uh, for all of our younger viewers, people in their 80s and people in their 70s, people who are too very young, but anyone who's even younger than that, um, people, Most of the people here are dying yeah, out. That's the like the show. It's like no one like twenty three. But I'm just saying, like people, I'm not out. even sure that people like have any idea like who Bill O'Reilly is if you're young, right? Because you just use the internet and you it's have true. no idea, no idea yeah. who he is. And it's you like know Glenn Beck. It's like when you know, it's sort of like um, the New York Times. Like people don't realize they know the New York Times is like the news, and they know it's like NewYorkTimes.com, but they don't realize like the New York Times was like. Like the before, news. right before we had the internet, it was like the uh, Times Square is named after the New York Times. <laughs> like it's 
it's like everyone got it on their doorstep, and that's what everyone read in the morning. T- time, was, it, Times New Times New Roman yeah. too. And it's like don't agree with that. That's a bull. That's bullshit. It's it's not. Well, yeah, isn't it I just the made Times that up. Times in Paul? London or something. I don't know. It's Times London. Yeah. Ugh. Well, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is that there was no smartphone. There's no science here, Paul. This is a no science zone. There was zone. no smartphone for you to check information on. So everyone just had their newspaper, which was the New York Times. And the New York Times is like the most important thing in existence. And they did like the New York Times review of books and all this stuff. It was like, it was like the most important thing. But now... That was before Oprah Winfrey did People shit. who are young, they're just like... NewYorkTimes.com, as if it were any other website. Right. <laughs> well, I get my I get my book suggestions from blogs. Well, of course, like um, it's not that important. I will tell you, I but then I get my book suggestions from other books usually. Uh, well, I don't even know how I get my book suggestions. It's not from they're not from New York Times review of books though, not at all. I don't even think I know. I go down. I think I haven't read it in like twelve years or something. I end up down these rabbit holes where I like I'm reading a book and it says like it's another book that I like is and then they'll suggest it and then I'll read that book. That's pretty the good. The problem I guess. is that now it's like slow, that's how it's I very do it. Slow but now, Wikipedia. It's true. It's a slow <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> the, the way that like the, the problem is that like because I read books in the same genre, and I'm getting suggested books I've already read now. So like the, the book the book list the is like loop. diminishing. You're, 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 you're yeah, like playing like, Get to correct. Philosophy. Do you know that game? Correct. Yeah, you're playing exactly. Get to Philosophy yeah. and you cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you hit the third link on every Wikipedia page. No, it's the first link. Well, it's not the. Whatever. It's the first one that's not like. It probably doesn't print matter or something. Yeah, I think it. Yeah. Right, it probably doesn't matter. And yeah, like over like ninety nine percent. If you haven't played Get to Philosophy, it's actually really. It's really first of all, it's really easy. Freaky. <laughs> but it's uh, very fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's very fun. It's very interesting. Like over ninety nine. It's very much like that. So like I've, I've like my my book my book suggestions are diminishing. Like every every major uh, person in finance will like recommend you, you know where the customers yachts or like uh, a random walk down yeah. Wall Street. Flash Boys. Flash Boys. I will not read that book. Really? I refuse. Why not? I, I don't like Michael Lewis. That guy <laughs> seems to me to be like a, a bit of a storyteller. He is. He's um, a very and like he's a, problematic a good narrator, way. which is the problem. I agree. Everything everything in his books is like very embellished. I get the sense that I, I haven't read them, so I can't know this. But like, well, I based on Flash what people Boys have been telling me, it's okay. When people tell me these things about these books, I'm just kind of like, I, there's no way that that's true. And and I'm I'm hearing from other people that in fact it, it is a, like extremely embellished stuff. And I don't like that because I, I believe everything I read very wise of you to avoid reading certain things that you pre-screen for being false I guess then right same reason I don't watch Garfield I just and can't friends you don't watch any fiction right, no fiction I believe it right away <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings or something oh god that was 100% true yeah those poor hobbits all right, Paul. all right. So I think we've You're definitely we've tell. definitely hit more like and more the, boring, which you know, is hard. We went right from Bill O'Reilly to Hobbit, so yeah. So like it's done, it's, done. it's over. Yeah. So like this, this is, show, I think this, this show this jumped sh- the chart its first episode. It's like this is a very depressing show. We need like what are we gonna? Oh, we put, Paul, I'm sorry. Should we put? No, I mean it's been helpful for me, but I just feel like we all we, we talked about like how miserable we are, and should we like what should we do? Is this like catharsis? Should we, what, I mean, what should we? Should we? Can you add like some nice music to like spruce it up, or what should we like some happy? I can do whatever you want. I can do it every. Just you want. cut all the Brian, all the Brian Hoffman videos, like randomly throughout the, throughout this. Oh, Paul. I, here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not miserable. You're. You're the miserable I am, one. No, I am. I really um, am. I'm like legit. I'm, I'm sad. We need to have a show, guys. And it's. I don't. You know. I. It. 
it's only half a show with Chris, maybe less, and it's only it's half a show with Josh, and there needs to be one. Sh- I need one show per week, or or I'm gonna start, you know, just like losing my well, mind. Here's the thing: maybe maybe I can do a two-hour show, and Chris can do a two-hour show. That then you have four hours right there, yeah, right? That, so that's a full show. Well, it, it's a no. It's a full. You weren't paying attention carefully. It's a full two-hour show because it's half a show. So I okay, need you to well, each you know. do a four-hour show. Here, you know, <laughs> then I have a four-hour Chris- show, okay. and it will take me eight hours to listen to. Chris could record his half of the show, and then I'll I'll do what I do and just like interject in between things he says. Oh, you could do that. That would be weird. But right. So like <laughs> like I could send him, for example, I could send him over this recording, and he could just like interject as you instead uh, of you interjecting as you. He could. That we could do. And then you'd have a full show. Or you could do like right. You could do your show and this you could not, do his is, show, it's, and it's then a, you it's, could, it's Bitcoin uncensored custody. You could put like yes, yeah, like King Solomon just cutting the baby in half. Right. Yeah. Cutting the and you half. could you yeah. could have you could have I could have Josh on the left side and and Chris in the in the right side of the the stereo headphones so that like neither of our voices meet but it could be like no but it could be like two different shows but I could just I could listen to each oh. half of the show and then I'd have four you hours. know the other thing is I I could just I could listen to Chris's show and I could like repeat it you could uh, just word <laughs> for word and then you can listen you can listen wow, in stereo to would... both of us just giving the same show. Uh, that, would that satisfy I, the requirement, I, or would that just I be weird? I think it definitely, w- it definitely would. At least the first time you did that, <laughs> I'm not sure. Can you really keep that up for like five or six, sh- four-hour shows of only Chris? No, that would be awful. And Chris, that would be Chris. awful. I would have to like. Here's here's the thing I got to tell you, Paul. Like like I like I'm I get it. Like Chris wanted the show. He can have the show, um, and. He, and I'm not like the, yeah. the Pepe thing clearly had nothing to do with anything like this. This Pepe bullshit is bullshit. Everyone knows that. Um, and and I, I like doing these shows. It's fun, you know. So if if I can do the show and it's it's good, uh, then I'll keep doing the show. If it's bad, was I this won't. good like, though? I, I don't know if I'm it was. Here. Was it good? I, Nobody part knows. Part of it was funny. I thought. I'm. I don't know. If... Well, you know, we've we've certainly like stayed or overstayed our welcome here. Yeah, I know. We, I don't know. Mainly that's your fault because you don't have a sign off. I don't, off, have so a I don't exactly know what to do just here. A, just okay, a well, giant let me black sign hole off. of just. It really is. You're kind of just black dragging. Hole. It, just dragging everything down. You're like a giant anus. Yeah. Let me let me go ahead okay. and like sign off here, and then we can. Oh, uh, and then you, know, you don't have any like other surprises, right? Like no no more. Like O'Reilly was all we had to talk about. No, I, had, was the I, have a, I have a surprise, which is this thing which I never got to use. <laughs> what? <laughs> can you hear what I? Uh, you can't even hear it. It's too bad. Well, I had a very oh, funny, I had a very funny okay. surprise for you, but we'll save it till next time. Oh. Are you going to show me your dick? No. Well, you never know. <laughs> but no. <laughs> All right. I mean, like I. Okay. Well, I. I guess I'll sign off then. Uh, this is John Seth chunking up the deuce of the South. The masses end to go in peace. Saint Catherine, pray for us. <laughs>